And that's the only way I got on Motorola back in the day. <laughs> if I wadded it up, like, I got uh, on R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. There's no question Tomass should have went to the hospital immediately. The car burst into flames, dude. What the frick were you thinking that you were going to do? Then he comes back and just, like, destroys the hill. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Rutted Racing. And now your hosts, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fam, we're back at you, coming with another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, brought to you by Rutted Racing. Uh, we also got Lace Belt Company, Black Diamond MX, DrinkHydropower.com, JS5 Extensions, Team Peterson Racing, Mueller Motorsports, all on board this year uh, supporting us, so go and support those guys. Woo-hoo. Huge thanks to all those sponsors oh, yeah. for coming in uh it's so oh, amazing yeah. uh how you guys doing tonight uh cowboy did you sit on your balls or why is your voice a little little higher pitch oh no we had to we had to let colby oh. take over a oh, okay. <clears throat> little under right. the weather here tonight you gotta lose my voice a little bit so let oh, colby cowboy. take over that intro yeah, i mean cowboy you're raspy true, yeah you're just a little bit form. You, you rode injured so many times and here you are just toughing <laughs> it out again that's right <laughs> I really thought the brandy would help, but it's just, I think, making things worse tonight. (laughs) Kick back and relax, bro. That just shows how dedicated we are. We will do this through sick and thin. Yeah, like so that makes right. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I just I made that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, oh man. Yeah. So we had a pretty uh, good race weekend. I kind of missed the first half of it, but caught some finals and. Uh, did not disappoint once again. I mean, what do you guys oh, think man. about Barsha? Oh, dude, what the oh, hell? Total that guy. Move. <laughs> God, he's just losing. How many? Could you lose more fans in one night than him? Good God. Uh, well, he, he either lost a bunch or made some. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What a dick. I couldn't believe that. I, yeah. Uh, uh, on Anderson's Insta, he uh, basically just put up a post and <laughs> yeah. just said, this is just for the fans to battle it out. And I love the one guy. He's like, like me if you hate Barsha, and it was like 790 likes on that guy's comments or whatever. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. Uh, so oh, classic. Man. Yeah, I don't know where the hell he was coming from on that. And then he puts his hand up like it was an accident, and it's like, yeah. what the hell? No. I never – did the AMA ever say anything about it or no? Oh, yeah, they oh, fined yeah. his ass. He got did docked they? a position and fined three grand. Wow. Which is the drop in the bucket for him. Yeah. But still, it, it's making right. a point. And right. Another point is how inconsistent are these penalties lately? I mean, (laughs) they need to come up with one plan and stick to it because every weekend it's like a different penalty. I feel like and yeah, well, no, it's just weird. And now, unless unless Tomac, he's he's gonna have to take himself out of the series to not win it. I mean, oh yeah, I mean he is just. I mean, and you know what? You would I could have bet my life savings that Anderson wouldn't have did what he's doing. And he's doing, I mean, the guy is riding out of his mind. It's just, could you get more worse luck than Anderson right now? It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Barsha thing did not help his situation. He was definitely no. riding good. 
Yeah, I mean, he was going to podium, and then now he didn't even get in the top five. I mean, it's like, dang, that's 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 bad for points. Yeah, you know? yeah, I was that's really hoping thing. he'd rebound. I don't know, uh, you know, if he was just rattled or what, but one thing I've noticed about Anderson is he doesn't come back very well after a hiccup like that. Yeah, and I'm, it's got to be so flipping hard. Your freaking heart's going two hundred. Your Charge, yeah. charge, 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 and then bam, that happens. And yeah, it's such a mental thing for those guys. To lose I totally that. feel them too because I just got Supercross Five for Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> as soon as you screw up, you pretty much have to hit restart because you ain't coming back. I feel his pain. Uh, I know. I, I on, a, on a like a, a thousand times slower version, like when I'm single tracking and it's just you're hammering, you're invincible, you feel like you're God, you're doing everything you want with your bike. And then you just lose that front tire, that one corner. It takes you like five minutes just to get yourself to be able to do anything again. And sometimes you never get that flow back, you know? Yeah. So speaking of that, before we get into a uh, fantasy talk, um, you made it official on Instagram that yeah. you and Zapala uh, has bought some property that sand yeah. track. What's up with that, man? Dude, I was just telling uh, my wife tonight, like when I was 27, it was a little bit of a dark time in my life. And not like it was awful, but just working 100 hours a week and just wasn't riding bikes and not where I wanted to be in life. You and, weren't uh, dancing to EDM music under a bridge, though, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I wish I could go back to that 27-year-old guy that was just pushing, 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 trying to do what he could to get ahead in life and tell him that, hey, dude, in 19 years... You're going to bust your ass on a Monday to get home early. You're going to have a beautiful wife and two awesome kids. You're going to get your daughter off the bus, and you're going to decide what play bike you want to take. I got a 250SX and a 300 Fuel KTM. Not, I mean, sick bragging it here. but And we went down, and I got to ride my private sand track that I own with my best friends. And uh, it's just like I can't believe it's not a dream. Like I can't believe it's real. Just – what you get, like working hard and just putting some money aside and jumping on an opportunity that's there. But uh, long story short, uh, this land Logan's uncle has owned, has been in his family for years, and it's kind of in a wasteful spot. It's between a highway and a railroad track. And um, they had taken and mined all the, a bunch of sand out of it. So the land's kind of worthless to anybody but us. And we've rode there for years and years. And the last few years, it's been getting so flipping iffy if we were going to be able to keep riding there. We could not stop people from going because it's not our land. We were riding on permission, and we didn't want to put a gate up or anything. And people that we didn't know were just going there and riding and just destroying it. And then people we did know were going there without Luke and Logan. And I don't know if you ever rode a sand turn track, but it takes a while to get it nice. And then you come there, and every corner's blown out. It's just you know, just, it, it's so frustrating. And we teamed up Perry, the owner, we talked to him. He was looking at selling it. We got it. Logan, Luke, Todd, and myself went quarters on it. And um, we ended up getting it. And dude, it's like, now we're going to try to make it so that we can actually have ride days. We're trying to build something that we can actually have like a training facility secretly i really hope like luke and logan can get something where maybe they could do some classes because those guys are so technical in their riding ability and i'd love to be able to have them give that gift to kids you know or whatever and yeah, that'd uh, be cool but you know it, it you're jumping in with both feet and you know it, you just you're, now it's nervous because it's not just me i'm 
like so the Sapals are like family to me, but now it's like we got to make sure our butt's covered because all it takes is one idiot to just ruin it, you know. So, but uh, yeah. just it's right now. I mean, it's March. It's March twenty first. I've rode. You know, I already got three hours on my bike in Wisconsin. This is just epic, and it's awesome. That's, that's unreal. Track. Oh, it's just uh, the sand down there in the early spring. It's just heavy. And I mean, it beats the hell out of you, but it's so rewarding. God dang it. We just, (laughs) we love it. So, yeah. So it's going to be the against the grain motorsports complex and um, it's going to be epic. It's going to take us a little while to get it really straightened out, but man, it's going to be awesome. Some history with it is Jeremy Martin drew was driving by it uh, two years ago to go to a different sand track and he saw it and threw another motocrosser got in touch with Luke and Logan and asked if he could go ride it. <laughs> and he went down there with his mechanic and rode it. And it, it's just rough as hell. I mean, it just beats you. And everybody's always like, you should smooth it out. You should do this. And Jeremy's like, oh, I love it. You should leave it right the way it is. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big corner four foot sand rollers. And all of us are, you know, barely getting through them. And he's just skimming them, you know, but it's pretty epic. Is it cool if I bring Braden's triple down there and do some hole shots? Uh, yes, we will actually pay you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some training in. Uh, if you want to go through the whoops and that, it will break the internet. It's going to be awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, for I'll Colby. Oh yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, no. But thanks for the mention, Colbs. It's uh, I can't. Like I said, it's a dream. I can't even believe it's reality. I'm so yeah, congratulations. So fortunate. Yeah, it's just congratulations, it's guys. It's really hard in the Midwest here. You don't have private land to ride on. You're not riding. And we're lucky to have a couple spots, and this is one of them. And now we hope we've secured it as long as we want. So we're really, really excited. So does this mean that you might have a chance to get on against the grain team? Uh, I doubt it. They like people to be fast and skinny and I'm slow and fat. So I doubt that I will make it on that team. So, um, I'm just, I'm a hang around. Let's say it that way. I'm just like a hang around. I just got the bottom rocker on my coat right now. I'm just hanging around basically. That's all I'm doing. He's got that prospect rocker there. <laughs> yep, that's all. Uh, I'm, I'm washing their bikes. I'm doing what I can just to keep involved. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just glad. To, I'm glad to be there. I'm glad to be there. Yeah. Little do you know, you'll never be full patched. Yes. No. I know, but I know that. I, I, They're I just lead you along to do their dirty work. <laughs> I, I bring food. I bring cheese. I try to help do some work when I can. <laughs> Blow up their van when you're driving it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm good for that. Yep. We were just hammering laps tonight, Logan and Luke and I. God dang! I'll, I'll tell you right now. Flippin' Luke is looking just smooth. God, that kid. He just gets better every day. He is just putting awesome. time in. I'm pumped to Good. see him. I mean, he, he's he got a Gas Gas 350, and uh, I think it was just rung on that track tonight. It was fun listening to him. It was awesome. So Super cool. Yeah. Getting excited for the season to start now. Woo. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than – we don't get to usually ride before we race. So this is pretty awesome. We <laughs> yeah. ride indoor, but not outdoor. It's just nice, you know. Yeah, sweet. Uh, should we do quick the leaderboard on fantasy? Yeah, let's get yeah, into that. Let's get into okay. fantasy. This is this is somewhat we're breaking new ground here. The big big news is someone actually surpassed Big Thunder. I mean, I don't think no. it was ever going to happen. What yeah, the hell? No, I, uh, on the on the yearly and the points total, we have a new leader right now. Logan Mead four one four, one of our featured fast dudes. He's got five hundred and thirty eight points. 
The Big Thunder had a little bit of an off week. He's 531 points. And then Howie, 585. Zach Howe is 528. So they are bunched up on the podium right now. And uh, it's anybody's game. But it's been fun. Um, there's been some jump aheads. And up until two weeks ago, people had just been getting monster points. But now it's kind of thinned out. This week, for our weekly total, we have a 10-way tie for first place. 10-way tie. Yes. 63 points. How are we going to break that, Joel? So what I got, I'll take a picture and share it on Insta so people know we're not cheating. But I have all the names down on a list. I'll quickly go through them. I, I, it's Logan Mead had 63. 50 Shades of J had 63. B. Smithlock 202 had 63. Yamaha 1965 Rob Redman had 63. Wildest Hog had 63. Polder Wide 437 also. Rudded Racing Jr. Clint's boy. McNiller, one, two, three, Identity, and Devastator, 21, had 63. So crazy. I mean, I can't believe that everybody that, had that those That is crazy. Picks. But what I got is in that list, I have randomly ordered and num- numbered. So by each person's name, I have a number between 1 through 10. I think, uh, do we want to just pick the leader or do we want to pick the podium? What do you Stick think? Pick the podium. Pick the podium. All right, so we'll start with third. So, Cowboy, give me a number between one and ten. Eight. Eight for third place, Wildest Hog. Congratulations. You have third place, which unfortunately doesn't get you anything except for a good shout out. All right, <laughs> Cowboy, can I get another number? Not eight. Two. Two is McNiller. One, two, three. Congratulations on second place. You are first loser, but you get a hell of a shout out. And I've been seeing you making some good picks. So keep it up, dude. All right, Cowboy. For the weekly win, our prize pack, which we have new Miller Motorsports swag that I will be mailing out. Who is our winner? Give me a number between one and 10, not eight, not two. 10. 10. All right. Our winner is B. Smithlock202. So, B. Smithlock202, I will put this on Insta. If you, there's no name associated with this account. I'm pretty sure that's Smith's wife. Okay, awesome. All right, good. Well, I tell you what, hit me up on Insta. Give me your your full name and address. I got an awesome prize pack I'll be sending out. And, um, man, there's also one little thing I wanted to talk about. We got a battle going right now. 24th place is Nate R88, a former guest, Nate Redman. 25th place is Yamaha 1963, his dad, Rob. And Rob was just one of the ties for this week. Hey, I'm just, Rob, I'm just telling this to Nate for you. Objects in the mirror may be closer than they appear. Blinkers (laughs) on, dude. Look out. He's blown by you. So it's a fun race to watch. They're right up there. And, hey, Colbs, congratulations. You hit top 20. You're in 19th place. You're charging, bud. You're Way charging. to go, Colbs. I, I like actually it. went down a little bit, but that's okay. Hey, don't tell anybody. They don't like I said, I, I just want to be in the top 50 by the time this is all over. <laughs> Did, I fell in the top 10 now, didn't I? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're out yeah. of top 10. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I had some pretty bad weeks here. We won't and talk Barsha about that. Barsha screwed my picks out, man. 
Yeah, we won't talk about that hill climb Jesus. I don't even know if he's playing anymore. He was in, he was in third for a while, and now he's he's uh, down in triple digits, I think. He's just Cow- playing on a prayer. Yeah. Cowboy, you're in 15th. So you're right there, dude. I mean, you, all you yeah. need is one big week, and you're right back up there. Oh, hell. I'm blaming my uh, my downfall on Barsha. That's where I'm putting my blame <laughs> on right there. It's Barsha's fault, man. Yeah, it's all fucking no Barsha. Oh, Gosh man. darn it. Well, that's cool, man. No, I think uh, I think it's just going to get better and better. We only got a few weeks left, but they're just going to keep getting better and better, you know. What is it? Six rounds left. That sounds right. I can't remember offhand, but I think you're damn close. Yeah. Might even be five. I can't remember. Five now, maybe. Because uh, I think they take a week off for Easter or whatever, don't yep, they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, oh. it's been a pretty exciting season so far. Oh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm stoked about it. Between our racing has- and the real racing, it's it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's so fun too. Like uh, I got to see Kirk on uh, Saturday. He was come up to Eau Claire. He, was, he got himself a new 450. So pumped to see that. Kirk's gonna have a brand new 450 to race this summer. And um, I had to grab some stuff from him, so we met up. And uh, I was talking to his wife Shannon, and I'm like, "Hey, are you Red Hot Mama?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh." I think Kirk was pissed at me because uh, I'm beating him. And she goes, I texted, I called him and told him to put my picks in. And then <laughs> coincidentally, he forgot to make my picks for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See how that works? Like, yeah, they're fighting about it. And I know Jay and his wife do it. My wife, I mean, it's just <laughs> awesome. Like the, the family rivalries that are going on is pretty epic in our group, you know, so it's fun. Well, speaking of Red Hot Mama, I still owe her a, a poster from the Nitro Mud Youth Team yeah so uh yeah we need to get in touch and figure out what you're looking for yeah yeah i think we still owe them a custom tumbler yet too so cool tumbler tumbler yeah the hell's a tumbler the the big coffee cup things the yeti coffee cups oh oh, okay okay okay. my wife does makes custom custom coffee mugs and tumblers and shirts and stuff like that that's awesome Cool. All right, well, uh, I can tell our, our guest tonight is getting a little tired. We better bring him in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. ready, boys? Let's bring him Joel, in. Joel, you ready? Dude, I'm ready. All right, let's bring him in. Race fans, next up. This dude takes it to midnight with chains at Columbus. He could have the most viral wedding burnout ever. His walk-up music is a rain dance. First place this year at RMX Motocross in Mesquite, Nevada. Naha podiums in his past. Motoclimb podium in his past. The number 15, the Big Thunder, Sean Whittacombe. Woo! What's up, Sean? Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being on. What up, yeah, dude? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm excited. Sean, I wasn't picking on your heritage. I just was, you know, your walk-up music is a is a rain dance. That's alluring to the, your nickname, The Big Thunder. I just wanted to clarify there. <laughs> I've been assaulted <laughs> yeah. on, other, on other comments before, so I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Well, I am offended. I'm 8% Native American, so according <laughs> to right. Ancestry.com. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, I meant it as there. a compliment. I meant it as a compliment. 
<laughs> Dude, you flip in one at RMX in the Mesquite? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have uh, been going down to Nevada, I don't know, probably four or five times since Thanksgiving. Cool. Mesquite's kind of the, uh, the go-to for everybody. Uh, Chance Hymas, Preston Kilroy, a uh, bunch of top amateurs, uh, Ryder D, the Kiefers. Wow. Uh, you know, just a place that uh, big, deep ruts like East Coast and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I won the, the 30 plus nice. B class. Very cool. And then, uh, cool. yeah, third third in the 25 plus B class. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. If, no racing A down there. The A guys are all like legit, like <laughs> former, <laughs> like former, uh, you know, pros. So it's, yeah. Right. Pretty fun, though. That's awesome, man. At Mesquite, yeah. didn't they have a hill climb there a few years back in Mesquite? Yeah. Yeah, they had a Rockwell Hill climb, uh, I think in 2011 or 2012. Yeah, I remember that. I wanted to go because it was like super early. I think it was in April or it was really yeah. early, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, they had it right on the track. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yep. Is it, I mean, that's wow. full on desert there, isn't it? Mesquite? Oh, yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. Um, you would not guess that this kind of track and soil is there. Okay. But, I mean... Like the sand that you're talking about at your place, yeah, it's just like that. Really, but uh, the wind starts blowing about two or three o'clock, and uh, ruts get rock hard. And I'm these are east coast ruts 10 12 across, two or three foot deep, up every single face of the jump. I mean, it's gnarly, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's uh, I'm out, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's the funnest track I've ever ridden on. Uh, wow. I mean, I I can't get enough of the place. If I could live down there, I would. <laughs> well, it's got to be a haul from Billings, though, isn't it? Oh, it's like 13 hours, but... Okay, um, all right. Yeah, but I, I kind of make it a point when I'm down there, like buy a couple bikes, bring them back. Nice. You know, try to sell <laughs> yeah. them when I get back, you know, yeah. so... Cool. And, right off I mean, trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's, it's really nothing when I in the grand scheme of things, trying to get kale to the pace that he needs to be to, uh, to be able to compete. You know, like we went to, uh, to Ponca last year and, uh, he got his ass handed to him. So our goal for this year is to not let that happen. Uh, we were going to go do some Loretta stuff. Um, and so we went two weeks ago down there. Okay. And uh, the Loretta's qualifier was the next weekend, and we planned on going back, but uh, Kale has a, some uh, conditioning issues right now where he okay. gets a, you know, in his classes, you know, uh, in the 85, 10 to 12 class, there was 105 kids there. Holy wow. Um, wow. So you're, you're running through qualifiers like crazy. Whew. You know, you have to be a fast ass kid to be able to run down there. And, right. You know, uh, there's kids down there that are running the same lap times as, you know, pros on the same day. Wow. You wow. know, so, you know, you know, uh, Kale, he could get a ninth place start, run that pace for two or three laps. Right. And he's, you know, they do 20 minute motos down there and, wow. uh, he's getting for 80s. You know, oh yeah, dude. It's dude for PW fifties. What? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. My, my yeah. God. Yeah. 
it's wow. it's gnarly yeah mm, but yeah so gnarly. Uh, you're running two minute two minute five uh lap times and it's uh you know you got nine ten laps and it's gnarly so he was you know he would get a good start then fade back and so I told him, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not wasting my money to go drive down there and watch you get past, uh, you know, five laps in and fade back like that. And this was in the finals. So, you know, he already had went through qualifying, done all that. And uh, look at the results on Saturday, and I'm just kicking myself because uh, for the Loretta's qualifier, they take the top 12 to regionals. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he would have had zero issues. Uh, and, and in uh, those, you know, they, they didn't have nearly the amount of riders that they do for the RMX series. So I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, and I, I mean, it, I kind of made it a goal of mine that I wanted to go do it with him. And right. so, yep. yeah, I mean, I wanted to make sure we both could. Um, yeah. And I, I think we could have, and we still might. There's one in Denver this weekend. Okay. So, uh, okay. So did you qualify yeah. with your place for Loretta's then, or for the well, no? For so the that regional? that was uh, that was we didn't go to the the actual uh, Loretta's qualifier. We okay. we skipped out on it. Yeah. Okay, so, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. But we we might go to Denver this weekend and uh, uh, try to see if we can qualify there. It's one of cool. those things where cool. I'm, with you know the the people that i see that do qualify for it in my class in particular yeah um, i know that i can make it to the regionals obviously getting out to the getting out of the regionals and into the uh you know actual loretta's finals is going to be a little bit tougher but um it really just is who shows up that day and you know there's been plenty of races where guys <laughs> you know they take the top uh, four into Loretta's and there's only six dudes, you know, right. yeah, yeah. you, you no. saw off a couple front wheels and you're in. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring the thunder, bro. Yeah. Bring I'm not it. afraid to, I'm not afraid to bar bang, especially out there, yeah. you know? Right. Oh yeah. That's kind of so, how it goes. Uh, you kind of got knocked off your throne a little bit on the fantasy series. What do you got to say about that? Well, um, it wouldn't you- be the first time that Logan Mead has knocked me out of first place. <laughs> I can I can count probably uh, five or six hill climbs where that's happened, and uh, yeah, it just happens. Hopefully, maybe this time I can come back and get him. There's plenty of time, yeah. bud. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of time. You're all knotted up up there right now. Yeah, it kind of sucks to go from I I was ranked 196 overall out of the, yeah. there's 101,000 players. Is that what it is? And, uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, ranked up that high, and now I'm ranked like 1,600. I'm like, holy crap, this is a – that's a hell of a drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, same thing. All it takes is a couple more good weeks, and you'd be right back there. You know, I mean, it's oh, yeah. nuts. I mean, but yeah. it's – for someone like you, when you're that far up, you can't make risky picks, you know? like <laughs> See, and I didn't think I did – I, I picked Malcolm Stewart to to win last weekend. Okay, and you know, coming around, I'm like, oh yeah, this looks like we got a chance at this. And then on the ground, I'm like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took himself out in a pretty good fashion there. 
that yeah. that equalizer is just that wild card. I mean, that's worth as much as damn first place. And it's like when it's fifteenth yeah. place, that is so flipping tough to even get close. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like well, you, and I, I made the mistake of uh, picking obviously beforehand, but then I didn't even get to watch the race. Uh, we were on the road, so uh, I didn't even get to watch qualifying. Okay. So I didn't know that Justin Brayton was out. I picked uh, him for the eighth place, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a big mistake there. Yep, that sucks. God dang it. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, a rookie move. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you made him early. You can always change him if you get the chance because, man, it, yeah. at, I screwed myself last week. We were down working on our sand spot, and we only had a few hours to run down there and flip. I forgot to make my picks. God dang it. So I had to go roll over, and then you're booted out of the year-end crap once you miss one week or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Do you do pulp too, oh, Sean? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 How are you doing in yeah. pulp? Uh well, I didn't even get a chance to make my picks this week. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It was just one of those days. I we're the race starts at, you know, five thirty. Right. I don't I don't close down my store until six that night. So I mean, and on a weekend where uh first weekend of the year where it's seventy degrees out. Yeah. I mean I had, you know, 10 sales deals going on at once, you know, with, right. you know, uh, 11 units out the door on Saturday. And really, you know, nice. you, you can't, you can't stop that. Uh, right. Hold on customer. <laughs> let me, let me make my fantasy picks here. <laughs> yeah. And so just to update, update people that don't know, you purchased high tech motorsports in Billings, Montana. You're a yep. KTM dealer. You're and what else, what else do you deal when you're there? Uh, so we're we're KTM, Yamaha, Suzuki, and uh, CF Moto. I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but I do, they're yeah. owned by they're owned by KTM now. So it's kind of a more of a well known brand. Okay. Um, and then hopefully by the end of the year we'll have uh, Gas Gas and uh, potentially Triumph and uh, oh really a couple Hell other yeah. ones as well. Yeah. yeah. And. Dirt bikes are huge, and I mean, we love going to Billings for the racing, obviously, but the road you're on is just epic, because it's you, yeah. and there's three, or no, two other pretty big motorcycle dealerships right on that road, besides the Harley dealer, and it's, I mean, it's epic. Like, I love how big bikes are in Billings, and I just wanted to say, from a guy that his whole life has had awful timing... Do you just wake up and be like, God damn, did I buy a dealership on the exact right time? See, that's what you think. Okay. <laughs> that's what you think. Um, but uh, I, I kind of explain it like this. So in 2020, when I first started here, the old owners had like 300 units, like dead units, basically, wow. old stock. Wow. I came in here, they had only sold 39 units the whole previous year, which is obviously, you know, you can't run a business like that. The yeah, first really. week I, the whole, the first week I sold 40. Wow. Oh, wow. So, crap. so I went through their units, all that old stock, which yeah. was made it able for me to buy the business. Me and my wife, I, I can't leave out my wife because, right. uh, you know, she is, she's like 95% of the business. I am just the guy who gets the money in there. She finishes everything else. That's you know, awesome. You know, we have we have uh, twelve really great employees and stuff. You know, great. too. But um, so we had all these uh, units, sold them all. Well, so when I get in here, 
when we literally opened our doors, we had two street bikes, uh, a leftover snowmobile, and one four wheeler. Uh, and we didn't see another unit for three months, basically. Uh, oh, that sucks. So, oh, damn. So wow. now, since then, um, everything's like ran off of a district or a, your region. So from uh, Spokane to Sioux Falls down to Cheyenne, we've been the number one uh, Yamaha dealer uh, the last three months. Okay. Uh, and so hopefully, hopefully the quarter ends here pretty soon. Hopefully we're the number one in March as well. Awesome. Um, sweet, but it has been, uh, trying time trying to get stuff in here. I mean, that's, I'm literally driving to Alabama, uh, to get a super mini for kale because I can't get the real part. I can't get the right parts. You know, Um, but bikes are the same thing. I mean, every, I think I have 30 Yamahas coming in between now and May. All, all YZs, all of them are pre-sold. All of them are pre-sold. So, uh, you know, I'll list something on my Facebook being for sale Mm -hmm. within an hour. Somebody's put their money down on it and they're ready to come and get it when it comes in. So, wow. Um, it's just one of those things where the the quote you know great time to buy is actually the worst time to buy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I gotcha. Because I mean, I I could sell, uh, you know, if I had a hundred bikes, I could sell them in a week. It seems like, but, but I mean, what um, I've heard, and I'm not in the business, so I could be completely wrong. But you know, you go back five years, and there just wasn't as big a market like with COVID. It put everybody outdoors and like, I know people in the golf industry and stuff like that. They're just, they're blowing up. It was like when tiger head is running golf and it's like everybody yeah. that I know that's in what your, your line of work, they're just, they can, they're selling everything they have because people want to be outside, you know? Yeah. And oh, yeah. are you kind of like now? Cause I mean, the thing I would think I own a little tiny business, nothing like you have, but now you're selling all these bikes People need someone to work on them. So are you starting to like add on to your shop and getting ready to start to service all these more new customers that you got? Because that's got to be just as big a business as service, isn't it, to the selling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm, we have um, – we're typically – we're three months out from looking at a bike. Holy and that's crap. What, wow. And, you know, Billings is the, – the metropolitan area is roughly 200,000 people. Okay. So – you know, we're, there's not any other real dealerships that are, um, willing to work on certain things. Right. And we, we pretty much say yes to anything, you know, 2000 and newer, you could say, okay. it's hard to work on that older stuff, but right. you know, you know, the motorsports row you're talking about here in Billings, yep. um, a lot of those guys, they aren't dirt bike people. Um, Okay. I, I, when, when you walk into our store, you see, uh, it's a, it's a moto shop right? and we just happen to sell ATVs and side-by-sides on the side. Right. Um, not only a moto I, shop, but a hill climb shop. Like I remember before you owned it, the first time I walked in there, Todd's like, look at that. And there's a dominator paddle hanging on the wall. 
I'm like, where the flipping, what dealership is this? <laughs> like oh, yeah. at home, they don't even know what that is. <laughs> and here yeah. you could just go buy one. And I, I've seen you had some stuff like that after you bought it. And it's like, that's awesome. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you, yeah. but you yeah, have the customers. Yeah. <laughs> there. That is cool. Yeah. I mean, we're actually selling bikes off the Sherm floor with extensions, paddles, tether kill switches. Yes. I mean, yes! We, yes! We, got, we got people uh, calling us, ordering bikes and saying, Hey, before I take that home, I want you to put extensions in a, and a, you know, an 18 inch rear wheel on it. Yeah. And let's stuff. go. So, you know, that's, that's sweet. Yeah. I mean, I would like to think that we're one of the first of our kind doing that, but I mean, yeah. also when our service manager is Dan Matsnaga, Matsnaga technologies, Dan, the man, um, Austin, yeah. Austin Tyler's, uh, you know, lead mechanic, um, you know, we have people traveling. I mean, all the Jelenics just sent their suspension to us. Awesome. Um, we have, uh, we have people from the East coast sending their suspension to us. We have people from the West coast. Oh yeah. It's, uh, you know, we're kind of an odd, an oddball situation there where, um, most of the time, you know, a dealership is either going to be sending it off to somewhere else we ha have the ability to do it all in house. And even, you know, we, we've partnered with, uh, uh, the Lloyd's on some stuff and, Sweet. um, cool. just cool. kind of, kind of getting everything done that way. It's, uh, when, that just, when people that just come builds that family that your dealership is, cause I mean, everybody that's oh, yeah. tied to a dealership, it's a family yeah. and like, it's, it's your, it's your passion. Everybody's passionate about what they're buying from you. You know, you're not buying yeah. a hammer and nails. You're buying something that they're working their ass off to get, and they're pumped yeah. about, and they're excited. And it's cool that you guys can facilitate, you know, oddballs like hill climbers and just the stuff. But obviously, you're not odd in Billings to hill climb because you got so much history there. But that's just badass that you guys are just yeah. supporting it and reaching out. And that just gives opportunity for people to try it and do it and realize it's like the coolest thing ever, you know? So, yeah. 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 No, and, you know, uh, we we make sure that everyone's taken care of here in Billings. You know that's our that's our main thing. I you know when I want people to come into our store and and uh, you know feel like they can come in and ask us anything, uh, whether it's the single mom with you know who's just getting her kids riding, or the grumpy old asshole that comes in and wants to tell me how how to run my business. Um, we'll accommodate them all. Right. We'll, we'll accommodate them all. Yep. Um, you know, so I got another question. So your dad, he's a hero of mine. I just think he's one of the coolest dudes ever. Is he kind of pissed that after he built like a hundred flipping hill climb bikes that now he could get parts at cost? <laughs> uh, well, he's like my no. whole life I've been paying a little bit more than cost. And now, now that I'm almost done building them, you got, I can get them whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, you know that that actually might upset him a little bit. But <laughs> I, I, what's so funny is, you know, we go and uh, because we're still traveling for motocross so much for Kale, right? Uh, you know, we stop into dealerships all the time, and he's over there on the KTM parts wall, you know, buying this and that. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You're <laughs> you're paying way too much for that. <laughs> you know? But you know, I mean. Honestly, you know, I, it's just cool to be able to do it. Uh, Hell yeah. It's something that when I was 18, I told 
uh, I told myself that I wanted to do something like this. And when me and Brian first got together and I kind of, you know, told her what I wanted to do right. and what I was doing before, right. um, you know, she's been a hundred percent behind it the entire time. I mean, I, there's just a point where, uh, we had to make it happen. And, right. um, I mean, I quit my job and worked for free for 16 months. I wow. never got a single paycheck for 16 Ouch. months. Um, you know, I, I had to make this happen. I was willing to do anything to make it happen. Well, that's awesome, man. Congratulations Good. on making it happen. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. That's a lot of hard work. I got to ask you though, uh, what kind of extensions are you putting on those bikes? Are they extended brand or JS fives? Uh, we might be throwing some extendeds on, but <laughs> all good. you know, all good. um, yeah, I mean, it just, we actually, we actually kind of do both. I've had a couple of mini bikes cause, um, Matt and those guys, they haven't quite came out with like a mini bike pattern yet, but Jason, okay. I could call him up and you know, why is 65 KTM 65? They're out the door that day. Wow. That's um, awesome. but that's super cool. That is yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing is like, you know, the, the mini bike game out here really isn't what it's like on like, you know, the Midwest where they have, you know, extended classes and all that stuff here. We always just ran stock. Right. And it doesn't really work. You know, it's not as cool. You know, you have less kids showing up to ride their stock bike. You know, if you can get them extensions and, you know, throw a paddle on their bike for the semi-pro class. It's like, hell yeah, let's go. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. obviously kale has been a huge part of that where it's like, uh, well, this switch from KTM to Yamaha, uh, I can equate probably 50% of my Yamaha sales in the past six months, just due to the fact that Kale's on a Yamaha, and now all these kids that were riding KTM or you know maybe Kawasaki, they right. want what Kale has, and so we're we're hooking them up with Yamahas. And I gotta think like mm-hmm. you as a store owner and a brand yourself, like you just gotta be as visible as possible. And when you're there racing, people want to buy from you. When you're there, you're in the trenches with them. You're doing it. You're not just some corporate structure that owns fifty stores, and it's xyz yamaha dealer it's like how cool is it when you're like yeah i'm gonna go buy a bike from sean because he's in the trenches too he gets it you know it's like that's what i like to support you know yeah Yeah. no and that's that's how we look at it um it's it's all being at the races and uh having you know being available at all times too you know that that is kind of a it's a good and a bad thing um but you know anyone can pretty much text me, call me at any time. And if it, if you need it, I'll, I'll come down to the store and get it for you. Most of the time, you know, I mean, right. I, I try to be open to people. Right. But you're still a family, uh, man. You can't, you're not, you're not someone slave. Oh, yeah. You can't, you know, you're not, you know, it's like, oh, you, yeah. can, you can only do so much. Some, some people <laughs> yeah. are just astronomical what they ask for. It's like, have a little oh, common man. sense, you know? <laughs> oh, you have, you have no idea. Sometimes I, I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting to be enough, but right. it, you know, I, I do, uh, I appreciate everyone's business. And it's one of those things where we're starting off and the dealership that I bought didn't have exactly the greatest of reputations. 
Okay. Um, you know, as of the last 10 years, they were just kind of right. older people yep. getting out of it. Uh, so, you know, we're rebuilding this reputation and it also doesn't help the rebuilding part where everything is on back order. Right. You know, that yeah, it just it is what it is. It, it's yeah. the world that we live in today, but what, and that's, you know, is, I can't is, change out. Have you noticed, have they, have like your higher ups, have they told you like, is this a year leg, five year leg or, you know, everybody can't find stuff. Like what, what an foreseeable future so you can get whatever you want again. Well, so I guess the biggest misconception is um, I have people that walk in and they're like, well, can't you order me that like a bike or something like that? And like today, uh, KTM, they just gave me order for the new 2023 stuff. Okay. Okay. I don't get to choose how many I get. They tell me how many I get and I can make an additional request. Okay. But out of the hundreds of additional requests that I've got or that I've put in for, I've received zero. Hmm. Um, and, and that goes for every brand uh, oh. that I deal with personally. I know they're like companies that are like a one brand or a, a one-sided thing. So like Polaris, they only do side-by-sides, four-wheelers and snowmobiles. snowmobiles. Yeah. Okay. That's a very narrow path to walk on um where you have yamaha who is motorcycles atvs and i when i say motorcycles you know there's trail bikes road bikes yeah uh, everything yeah everything so pianos snowmobiles <laughs> I, I mean you know it's it's such Generators, a huge boats. thing <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous yeah right. exactly so um where all it's not exactly uh, a clear time on when things are going to straighten out. Right. Uh, trust me. I wish I could come in here and tell you, you know, it's the, the little things that are out of stock too. You know, uh, people coming in for Alpine star boots. Good luck. Mm. I, you know, and really? then I, I, I love people that come in and uh, they'll be like, yeah, well, Rocky mountain had this. I just laugh and I'm like, no, they don't, because or else I would have ordered them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> trust me. I mean, that's how it is. Right. Um, wow. You know, uh, that's I, shitty because you're just trying to help out on anybody so much out. money. You know, it just sucks that you can't just yeah. sell what you can, what you could provide. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it just kind of is what it is right now. Uh, but and, and I'm not gonna. I'm not looking for you to throw mud. And I'm a huge KTM guy. I love them. I would never ride anything but a KTM or a Husky. But I've heard from several people, like the dealership side of it. I mean, it's tough. And I wonder if it's just all the damn growing pains that KTM is going through. I mean, they're buying this, buying that, just expanding and go. I mean, it wasn't that long ago they were just a niche little company, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it has a lot to do with um, their such a quick developing company. Right. So these new factory editions that just came out, uh, I had to drive to Missouri to get myself one because the one that I, uh, every dealership only got one or two, like the mega guys like Chaparral or uh, Paris, uh, they got three. So, you know, most dealers only get one or two of these factory editions. Hmm. So wow. I, I only got one. Chase. I went to another dealership and traded them for something, came back. Carson Lloyd calls me up and he's like, dude, 
I need a bike right now. I'm like, come and get it, man. You know? Um, so I drive to Missouri the other day, grab myself a new factory edition, come back. Uh, it's a tough deal when you have to do stuff like that. And, and, you know, the prices of the, the bikes, you know, uh, factory edition, if you see one for less than $14,000, jump on it because I, most of the dealerships on the West coast, they're either at, uh, around 15, I've seen them as high as $17,000 and these people are, yeah, they're sold out. They are sold out. Crazy for um, a dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But, but you know, it's... It, supply and I demand. Kinda, I mean, it's supply and yeah, demand. I, I, <laughs> if, there know, was, I, if, if you had 100 of them in your showroom and so did the, every dealership you went to, they wouldn't be that yeah. number, you know? So yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like KTM you know, might be doing a little bit so, a little bit of research on that as well where they don't want to oversupply, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, and that's kind of the tough thing about right now too is, you know, when you open up a brand new store or, or you know take over an existing one, you have a, a lot of people that they don't maybe not expect a deal, but you're like, man, I know that you're going to be in here to support me. I want to give you a deal. Right. But when you order a hundred of something and they give you eight, you're like, <laughs> I got eight people fighting over this. Right. It and you know, it has to be the, the full thing here. And the, these dealers are, or the uh, OEMs are killing us with freight. Um, oh, I can imagine. Uh, it, it used to be like a, a you know, on just transparency out the ass here. Uh, it used to be like, you know, kind of a bullshit deal where, oh, the freight, the freight, blah, blah, blah. You know, just like a add on thing. No, this is real. Um, Yamaha just on April 1st, we'll add another $500 to basically every single unit. Right. And we've been dealing with yeah. it for tile for years and they figured out yeah. that they can make a profit off that. So then they, they just label it. It's like when you used to go to a mechanic 20 years ago, they never had a shop supplies line item on your bill. Yeah. But now every yeah. single person does, you spend a thousand dollars, you spent 20 in shop supplies. They probably use yeah. two squirts of carb cleaner. But they got yeah. nineteen dollars and seventy cents out of it, and that's just because yeah. that's the way they make money now. So it's like yeah. you just go with it. It sucks. Yeah, but that's the way it is. Yeah, but like yeah. this, this whole situation, Sean, it's got to put you in a tough spot as a dealer because number one, you're in business to make money so you can stay in business. But number two, yeah. you don't want when it slows down, you don't want to have the reputation of like just trying to price everything as high as possible i mean it's because it at yeah. some point it's going to level out and you want all those people to come back buying parts i mean it puts you in a really tough spot you know yeah no and it does so that's that's where uh exactly what i'm telling you i'm i'm brutally honest with every single person that walks in through that door um i tell them hey listen if i had a hundred of these i'd give you a deal but i got one Right. I'm going to, it's going to be full bore MSRP plus the shipping. Yep. Plus I do a hundred dollar or a $200 setup, whatever, if it's a dirt bike or a side by side. Yep. And then a $79 dock fee. And then I'll be like, if you, if you want to test that, this out, I'll show you 20 different dealers that are, <laughs> that have put something on their website and then 
their their prices are four thousand dollars above that. I went into a, a dealership in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. They had a YZ125 on the floor, which if you can find a YZ125, um, buy it because they're non-existent. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. I can look literally right now on the Yamaha's website. There's five in the entire country for sale wow. Uh, wow, of the God. 2022s. It, it's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I go in there. I'm like, all right, man, how much? They, they play the, the bullshit, sit me down. I'm like, okay, just, just tell me how much it is, man. Right. Come back like 30 minutes later. My out the door price is like $7,400. They tell me $9,987. I was literally like, <laughs> what? I, <For> 125 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I looked at the guy and I said, I hope that no one ever comes back into your store after all this is done. Because right. you guys are literally just trying to scam people right now. Yep. Yeah. No, you know, that's, and, that's, it puts you in a tough spot. And you got to yeah. think like you're young, you're hungry, and you're smart. But there's probably a lot of dealerships that up until two years ago, they were they were failing and doing bad business plans. And now they're just looking at grabbing everything they can. And they're going to lose all their damn customers, you know? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. when it's all said and done, they're going to be – maybe they had to take a loan out. Ten thousand dollars for a YZ125, and in two years they still yeah. owe eight thousand bucks on it, and they can't get yeah. six for it. YZ125, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. In my yeah. day, they were like two grand. Yeah, yeah, for a brand yeah. new one. And guess what? Yeah. And guess what, Colts? They're almost identical to them. Yeah, I know. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Hey, now, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, oh, sorry, they got sorry. sorry, Blue Crew. They, sorry, Blue Crew guys. Sorry. No, hold on. No, the the 2022s are new, guys. The 2022s are brand new. Uh, yeah, they change them. But, They're not white and purple anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> they were yeah. like that in my day either, Brandon, but still. Oh, the one I, first one I had, my 91, was, I think, white with like a pink seat or something like that and pink graphics. Uh, I had a 99. Yeah. What is those, uh, Sean, what's that Yamaha, yeah. that fat tire 200? Is it the TT 200? No, TW 200. TW 200. So that's the that's the number one selling Yamaha in the entire world. Yeah, yeah those are the, twenty grand, <laughs> dude. Dude, no shit. They're they're selling for seven or eight grand, and the MSRP plus the the shipping is like fifty one hundred dollars. So wow. you're, wow. I, I'm gonna sick brag and name drop here, but so uh, one of the builders, great awesome builders I do work for, is Thomas Building Company out of Hudson. And Thomas, the owner, his brother-in-law is John Hines the, from KT. Oh, yeah. Yep. So John used to work for Yamaha. And Thomas was telling me that he was in a board meeting. And, you know, this is 10 years ago or whatever, you know. And he's like, the engineers and the designers come in and they're like, all right, for the YZF this year, we're going to do two millimeters larger on this. We're going to increase the angle plate. And he's like, it'd be a 30-minute instruction on what they're doing different on the YZF for the next year. And in great detail, it was. And he goes, I shoot you now. He flips the page. And he's like, the TW200 this year is going to be white. And then he would move right on. Like, that bike hasn't changed. (laughs) It was like the same bike since like 1983 till now. You know, it's like this year it's white. (laughs) And Thomas is like, if I could find one for $3,000, I'd buy it. You can't. They're like like the funnest bike ever. And you can never find them. You know, they're just, it's 
it's like a unicorn, you know. Uh, I laughed so that oh, yeah. hard, though. Uh, Dude, speak, speaking of bike stuff, is the used market like crazy where all you guys are? Because like, you go oh. on like Craigslist or Facebook and people are wanting like five grand for a 1987 YZ250 that's clapped out. Yeah. You still find some okay deals. My buddy Chad. Just I haven't found gas. shit. 450, a pretty nice one. Yeah. It, no, the used market's crazy. I mean, it's one of those things too where, you know, I'm paying way more for like a trade-in than what probably trade-in value is. And I'm, you know, I, I try to make 200 to $500 on a trade-in. And, you know, right. that's that's what I'm looking for to, you know, because that's another thing that I'm trying to keep customers coming back. Um, yep. Because I, I know there's lots of dealers that uh, they'll they'll try to scam me all day. I'm like, dude, I could go on Facebook and sell this myself for three times that amount. Right. And, you so, know. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. You so, know, Sean, th- that's, put, this, put this on the list of things that, well, you'll never have time for. But if you want to be a rich man and never work again, could you figure out a way <laughs> to simplify ordering parts from KTM online? I mean, good God, to try to go find a certain bolt or something like it's just it's painful. Like just like they need some I don't know how to do it, but there's got to be a simpler way where you can, you know, you don't have to go to every damn microfilm, figure out every stupid little part number. And then, oh, just I get so frustrated trying to order OEM parts. I got a perfect solution for you, Joel. Yeah. Go to your local dealer, damn it. <laughs> I go am on their site. I go, to, okay. I, I go well, on their site, but it's like when I get home from work, nobody's open. <laughs> you know, it's like I, yeah. I try to order online, you know, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating. You know, it's like it needs to be simpler, you know, because we all need well, freaking parts all the time, you know. Oh, yeah. No, and every single KTM part is in Dutch when you go on there too. Uh, trust me, I say the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know what this needlehausen is, but uh, right. sure, it, it it looks like it's a 12 millimeter long bolt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, it well, looks like what I need. Yeah. yeah. And, and thanks for just being so open and talking about your business and what you're doing in it. And we talk about it all the time, but effing America, it's the best. I mean, dude, you've had a dream since you were young. You worked your ass off. And now you're living that dream and you're making it work and, you know, good for you. And that's so inspiring to young people that just anything's possible. You know, it's like your dad didn't own that dealership. You just went in there and worked your way in and got it. It's like, that's badass. I just think that's the the coolest thing ever, you know? Mm -hmm. So congratulations. And thanks for sharing that shit with us because people need to know the stuff that goes into that, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, man. I, uh, I, I kind of pride myself on being brutally honest, you know, whether, uh, so if you're a customer, you know, I, I want you to know where I'm coming from and, uh, you know, just try to make it happen. Cool. Well, now put that aside. Now I know you're all about your kids, but I want to talk about you. I want to talk about hill climb. Last time I yeah. saw you, we were at big hill jam and man, you didn't have the best day. You were a little bummed and I, I think you were contemplating cause you're just putting so much energy in your kid, but where are we at now? What's your program? What are you thinking about for hill climb coming up this year? What's up, bro? Well, I, uh, I, I plan on doing a couple, uh, moto climb and a couple NHA. 
maybe coming out and doing a couple AMA. It just all kind of nice. depends. I, I don't I don't plan nice. on running a full series. I don't really have the time to. Okay. Um, you know, for sure the one here in Billings. Okay. Uh, for moto climb, and then I, I kind of plan on doing Rockwell. I haven't ridden their stuff in ten years now. Wow. Um, so I kind of plan on doing that a little bit. Uh, obviously Columbus, <laughs> you can never miss uh, Walhalla. Oh and, yeah, uh, and Fordville. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. And Colby, are you gonna be in uh, Wisconsin? Yes, sir. For... Okay, I won't be. Well, what are we talking what? about? Then? Well, there's a there's a little thing I call the Colby Marble Curse. It's every time Colby's uh... at an event. Uh, yeah. I suck ass. I, I ride. I, I ride terrible. About that. I might be in Guadalajara though. Well, stay away from me. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm serious, you guys. Yeah. So it's it's real. Wa- it's a real deal. Washington, like 2018 or 19. I don't remember what year. Okay. I terrible. Like 20 play, 20th place across the board. I'm like, this is the worst hill climbing weekend I think I've ever had. <laughs> I don't think we put two and two together until you came for that east-west shootout thing. Yeah, well, so then I go to Wisconsin. Colby's there filming. (laughs) Same thing. I'm like, you know, this is is ridiculous. How can I do this bad? When last weekend I was on the podium in the open class, I got fifth in the 700, and uh, I think I got fifth in the 450. I'm like – how the hell is this possible, dude? I'm in like 14th place in every class. <laughs> then, so so then we go to Wisconsin last year for the uh, amateur nationals. Colby rolls up on my kid filming him, and I have it in my head right there. I'm like, <laughs> dude, dude, if, if 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 Kale goes 10 feet up this hill right now and tips over, I'm it's all on name brand media right here. Oh my it, god, it's 100% well, blame. And do you know what he did? <laughs> Ten Shit. feet up the hill, oh, ass end goes no. out from underneath of him. I was I was cussing Colby up and down the road. I was like, dude, <laughs> this is not happening. So then he goes away. Kale comes back out in the 125 class. It was the only kid over in the in the first round, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, dude, stay the hell away. Stay yeah. the hell away, man. <laughs> We're gonna find out that back in the day of the the Whittacombs were like vampires and the marbles were like Van Helsing or something. Yeah. <laughs> more like curse, Van, Halen. <laughs> Van Halen. <laughs> Dude, well, I'm sorry if that's the way it is, man. I don't know, man. I yeah, just bring well, that luck on. That's, that sucks. But, well, you know, and if, the only reason I probably ever noticed that is because you know, we go to these races and, you know, usually there's a couple filmers there, get a couple cool clips that I can throw on Instagram. And for some reason, whenever you're there, there's no cool clips. There's nothing. And it's usually <laughs> of me sucking. And I'm like, well, it just has to be because he's there. Yeah, I guess. Oh God. I guess. Damn, Kobe. <laughs> I'm going to take, I'm going to take the light off Colts, but Hey, Sean, I'm pumped. You're doing all this hill climbing this year, but I know you guys have had some bikes for sale. What are you riding next year? What I mean, we got three big classes. What are you thinking about riding? And obviously, maybe that factory edition in a in the four fifty. But yeah, well, I'll tell you yeah, what, so Sean. Before you answer that, let, let's cut the commercial break oh. and let's make the fans wait. Wait for that answer. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like it. 
All right, guys. After the commercial break, we'll be right back with Sean. The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best-looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. What's up Nitro and Mud fans? Professional hill climber and owner of Lace Bell Co., Joseph Olnett here. Are you tired of wearing your average, bulky, and uncomfortable belt? If so, today is the day to make the switch to a lace belt. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes across the United States, the lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. Offered in over 30 different colorways, you'll be sure to add a personal touch of style to any daily fit you wear. On top of our lace belts, we also offer a large selection of high-quality clothing options designed and tested by top action sports athletes. For Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering you 15% off your order using the promo code NITRO on lacedbelt.com. Again, that is the code NITRO for 15% off your order on lacedbelt.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media at lacedbelt.co to stay up to date with our athletes and new product offerings. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey race fans, the old 31 here to talk to you about where you're going to buy your gear for 2022. I'm sure you are like me and you love high quality and awesome service. I got the spot for you. Rudded Racing. They support hill climb. They support hill climb riders. They support one of the fastest riders in our sport, Logan Sapala. This company rides dirt bikes and has the same passion we do. A lot of their gear items are hand sewn and they put so much love and care into all their items. They are dang near custom fit. We are so stoked at Nitro and Mud to have them as our title sponsor. And we are pumped to offer you a promo code NITRO20, N-I-T-R-O-2-0 at checkout. Gets you 20% off the best gear in the industry. Go check them out at ruddedracing.com and support the companies that support us. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, a professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate HydroPower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with HydroPower. HydroPower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market the optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas 
push them further and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Thanks before we get sponsors. too deep into this next section here, uh, we had a viewer question from, I'm going to butcher this last name, but Aiden Cisneros. Nailed it. I believe. You nailed it. Yeah, I think that's, nailed my, it. that's just how they said it at the baptism. So he sent it for when, you know, the post about, Questions for Sean. So we'll have Sean help us answer this one here. Um, he's asking, how do I get started in hill climbing events? And he says he's got hills to practice on. So I don't know where yeah. he's from. Oh, I, I think I so do. I guess I think that he, would kind of, you know who this I, guy is? Yeah, I think he's from here, uh, either around Billings or uh, Wyoming. All right, well, perfect. Man, just... Uh, you know, I try to tell everyone just show up to an event once and sign up, you know, you know, at a amateur event or, a, you know, any one of the BMC events around Billings and, uh, and ask some questions and I'm more than willing to help anybody out. That's for damn sure. And you sell extensions at high tech motorsports, right? So y- yes, sir. You got them covered. Yep. Cool. Joel, what do you got to say about that? I was zoned out there, Colbs. So I, uh, I was trying to make a cool post like you kids do on the Insta, and um, I completely <laughs> zoned out. But I thought what he said was that Big Thunder was his favorite rider, and he never thought that a motorcycle could go that fast until he saw Big Thunder ride. Was that the question? <laughs> close. Close. Very close. How does one get into hill climbing? Oh man, that's uh, I'd say first off, go spectate, go watch them and, you know, find out, see the difference between the fast guys and the slow guys. And then when you're there, you can get in the pits and kind of tool around and start talking to people and looking and see what kind of calls to you. Cause the cool thing in hill climbing, there's so many classes. I mean, Sean, just think of it. I, I can't even imagine how many different bikes you've rode in your life. Could you, oh, even, yeah. could you even put a number to it? <laughs> Dude, I actually, when COVID first started, I, I made a post about how many bikes I've had. Yeah. And not to sound like a spoiled asshole, but I think I've had around 60 bikes. That's awesome, dude. But <laughs> yeah. if, if you're if you're thinking about hill climbing, go, go look in all the different races. There's so many different classes, formats, everything. Some people just love two strokes. They like what they sound they like the way they run some people love four strokes some people like to just be a mad scientist and take the gnarliest flipping motor they've ever seen and somehow cowboy it into a flipping frame and race it up to flipping hill if that's what calls to you go for it and i mean the boss hoss yeah like sean had said <laughs> hit, hit, hit people up like we all are passionate about it we are excited if you want to be a part of it, we ha- we're happy to answer questions, give you some pointers, because we want more people to have the same passion that we do. And uh, I know like how my family got into it is they started spectating. My mom and dad had a road bike. They farmed. They only didn't work on Sundays. They don't drink. They needed a place to ride to. They started riding their road bike to hill climbs. 
They thought it was cool. My dad bought an old Ducati 250 and said, hell, I'm going to try this. And next thing you know, he's popping out kids and they want to do it. So, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's cool. You know, it's like, just go, go be a part of it. Yeah, no, it all That's has right. to start somewhere. You know, I, uh, how our family got started in it was my, my great grandpa went out and, uh, it was either a flat track race or a scrambles race back in the, uh, late fifties here in Billings. And, uh, from there, then my, my grandpa started riding and hill climbing and, uh, you know, he was the, my grandpa was the president of the Billings motorcycle club back in the sixties. Um, so wow, you know, that's we've, awesome, we've had, man. that's cool. We've had, uh, you know, damn near, uh, 70 years of, of being in the club and, and stuff. And just it's think just when a cool thing to, when your grandpa was a president, just think like he's given speeches and he's like, this club has been here for 60 years. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that was 40 some years ago that he did that. How cool is that? <laughs> well, I, I think most of their meetings only consisted of uh, beer. So, okay. You know, like, <laughs> that sounds about right. So yeah. What you're saying is the reason that Miller Lite's still a sponsor is having to do with something with your grandpa? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, actually, uh, there's a pretty cool story that my grandpa tells. So him and my great grandpa, drunk, of course, uh, out at the BMC. And uh, so where they ran the the Great American, the second hill, so which now is what the amateur hill climb is on, the X hill. Uh, it was only the right-hand line. The left-hand line had this huge gnarly wall on it and so my great grandpa went up there, drilled the hole down like 25 feet, put a stick of dynamite in there, blew out the side of the hill, and then they started hill climbing on it. So wow. that's, cool. yeah, yeah, you know, uh, kind of like a, a legendary status on that one for him. But, super legendary. Yeah. Even cooler. Oh, yeah, man. It, in Billings back in the day, he probably just went to the local hardware store and bought that stick of dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or made it himself. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully hey, he goes steal it out of a mine somewhere. Sean, yeah. I got your slogan. Contract the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You've ridden That's so cool. many bikes you're shitting brown. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. Oh. That's pretty cool that you guys have been involved so much. And how cool is it? Like your kids are out there racing. That's just badass, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we try to make it happen. They know, uh, having Kale riding as much as he does it, it's cool. You know, when he was little, he, he really didn't like riding too much when he was, you know, four, five, six. Yep. And, uh, you know, really he wasn't all too good on a bike up until the last couple of years. I mean, we actually were just looking at some video last night of him at a race from the springtime. And I'm like, I can't even believe that this is the same kid. Um, you know, it, it's just, you know, he gets to ride with uh, a couple of guys that you just, you know, most kids aren't able to go out there and ride. You know, it's like a kid being, you know, if your kids, uh, Joel are out riding with, you know, Logan, right. You know, yeah. uh, he gets to go, hang out with Austin Tyler or, uh, you know, we go down to Cowley, Wyoming on a weekend and 
he gets to go ride with Dusty Beer for six hours. Yeah, you know, oh, and it's like wow. you know who. Jeez. You know, most ca- most guys my age would kill to go ride with Dusty Beer for yeah. an hour or two. Right, and it's just casual. It's like, yeah, there's there's Dusty. Yeah, you know I, that guy's such a legend, and I, I have not got to watch him race very often. But I was so excited that he came back and rode some of the moto climb events, and I got to watch him. And that dude, like at uh, um, Pogues, I mean, I don't know how in the hell you lift like that, but he came to the big jump and lifted into it. He settled his tire and lifted, and the front tire never touched. I mean, yeah, he, it was sick. I'm like that. That's that's a sign of an expert. I mean, that dude is is a true expert on a motorcycle. It's so fun to watch him ride. Dude, yeah, go. The last time we were at Polk's, if he could have connected the dots on that one run, yep, dude, yep. he would have won for sure. He yep. was hauling so much ass. Yeah, he was committed into that rough stuff. He launched. I think he launched further than anybody off that last jump into the rough stuff. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. But dude, he was committed. Yeah, you guys need to go see him like out in out in some hills on a stock bike. It's so gnarly. It. Yeah, he he makes you know young dudes just look like they're don't even know how to ride. You know, and I got a I got a funny story about Dusty. Uh, Go for it. So, oh, this uh, I must have been in 2020. Um, I had a big crash at the top of the Columbus Hill. Uh, probably one of my gnarliest crashes on a hill climb bike. I busted some ribs and. Uh, hurt my ankle pretty bad and uh i come down and i'm like complaining to my dad oh shit man i i'm you know i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get ride tomorrow because it's a two-day event mm-hmm. and dusty walks up next to me and he's limping has a cane looks at me and goes pussy <laughs> like, oh, okay i'm good i'm good <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'll ride. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was, God, he was hurt, I believe, when he came to Polk's from somewhere else. I can't remember the scenario. The previous 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. Or no, he, God damn, what am I thinking of? He broke his shoulder in Columbus, maybe? No, Washington. Washington, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And then he was already back racing again at Polk's Hole. Or maybe it was Space City. I can't remember. God damn. It was really close together, the timeline. And I, think, I was just surprised to even see him come back. I think the one. Especially I at think, his age. Did Nick just sign him up and not tell him? I think it was like Bay City or I, something like that. I think I Nick just signed him up too. and yeah. didn't even tell Dusty. And then he's like, yeah, we're going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's just that kind of a badass where he's like, well, I can't turn down if, I, if, if I'm signed up. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, man, his his like legend status is all time around here, you know. But when we were, uh, I don't know, this must be like 2003 or 2004. Uh, it's a pretty gnarly video. I'll have to find it and post it. But. He comes up over the top of Billings. I mean, a, a bike had never came over the top that fast. And he cartwheels. He makes it through the timers with one hand on, shatters it, <laughs> shatters his leg, 
leaves it leaves it in the boot. They tape it up, and he wins the championship a couple hours later. What? Yeah. Wow, dude! One, oh yeah, Dusty Beer is a badass. Wow, oh, Dusty's God. a badass. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, That's I mean awesome. the, the the rivalry. You know, when I was a kid, uh, between him and Travis is just it's legendary. Especially when you, you know, me and Nick, we're born uh, two weeks apart. You know, oh, wow. we live twenty miles from each other. So you know, growing up, we'd see each other all the time, and as we got into our teenage years and into our early twenties. I mean, we, we were hanging out every weekend. Uh, I mean, we would maybe do a little partying together. Uh, right, right. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, we might've had a couple nights, but, uh, yeah, you know, so, we, you know, I being able to hang out with him and stuff, get to meet the real dusty beer, you know, cause you just never know. Cause the guy is so quiet out of race, right. You would never know who he is, but he's, uh, He's a he's a badass. Yeah, nice. No, I've I've learned that, and I I I almost feel bad for Tyler Johnson just a little bit because my first year at the um, Montana Nationals, there they did their big farewell tour for Dusty, and then he comes back next year and does everything except Naha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I'm not uh, sure what that was all about, but well, he's just he's been injured so many times, and um, that's you know, they, they basically they basically told him that you know you're you can't ride anymore, and he felt just good enough to ride, and then he broke his collarbone in Washington, and actually in Washington he broke his collarbone and then did his next ride. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, dude's he insane. Did, yeah, he is. But that's crazy. Well, he spawned one of my favorite people to riot to watch. I mean, I didn't grow up watching these guys and racing with them like you did, Sean. But man, Nick, I man, I'm such a fan of Nick's. Like, he is so exciting to watch ride, and just he gets everything out of his bike and at the run, and he's just so fun to race against and with. It's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick is uh, Nick might be the most underrated hill climber there is. I think because so. he can, I think so. He can show up and destroy anyone and it, make it look easy. And then there's other days where, you know, he likes to hit the ground a little bit too, you know? Yeah. He, uh, he's pretty wild on a bike, but. Yeah. I think he's kind of, well, he's a, got, he's got that old school riding style where it's pin it to win it. Yeah. Checkers oh, yeah. or wreckers, you know? Yeah. Yep. No, I'm definitely seeing him throw on some heaters between Polk's hole and Bay city. He's got what it takes. Yeah, sure. and, and uh, shout out to uh, Superfly. I mean, I see he's back on the bike, and you know, I saw a lot yeah. of Nick and Austin a lot similar, where they're just trying to hit that home run every ride, you know. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's tough to just. To it's a good way to put it. To hit that well, home run every, and sometimes the line's not there. You got to know when it's not and when it is, and that's so flipping tough. And you know, I've been seeing your guy Dan when he got with Austin. Uh, I watched the. I, I watched. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I, when I'm around, I just try to absorb because I, I, I didn't. I'm trying to play catch up. I'm in my 40s and I'm trying to absorb a whole lifetime of experiences that you guys have had. And the one thing I see is Dan <laughs> and Austin. They're such a good team. And Dan is a very good critical thinker. And I think he's very good with Austin. And 
man, I, you start to saw Austin really get good finishes and he maybe wouldn't give it 110%. He'd give it 95. And I kind of wonder if it's not Dan being in his ear because he's such in his corner just doing that. And I wonder if something like that with Nick, you know, sometimes you just can't swing that hard, you know, but yeah, I don't well, know. I'm, it's just an I'm with Dan. I'm with Dan pretty much seven days a week. Yes, that is what it is. Dan is in Austin's ear. But, okay, so speaking of Austin, um, that's a pretty cool thing that we got coming up that uh, made sure it was okay to announce with everybody uh, before I did it. But so this upcoming year, we're going to have a, a kind of a new team, Team High Tech. Uh, and cool. Austin nice. will be – Austin is going to have um, – Suzuki's, uh, his 450 is actually going to be uh, basically supplied by Suzuki. Wow, um, we have oh, we have sweet. some uh, okay. some RM RM Army stuff that's happening, and uh, you know we're we're putting some pieces together for him to, uh, you know, whether he's riding the uh, uh, hard enduro series or. You know, whatever hill climb series he's riding, um, Suzuki and High Tech will be be right there. And then uh, that's awesome. Also man. on on that team also is going to be Nate Gerondale. Oh wow! Who, uh, Very cool. And then uh, obviously myself and uh, Kale and, and my brother. Um, and you know we're going to okay. be going to be going around trying to do as many as we can. But you know the the main support is going to be going with uh, Dan and Austin. To whatever ones they want to mm. go to and uh, cool you know we have a hard enduro uh u.s national hard enduro here in billings the same weekend as the moto climb so uh you know we're going to be getting a lot of eyes on us uh and trying to get that kind of a, a a different set of eyes on us compared to you know what we're usually uh have Sweet. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a good deal. When they had that hard enduro last year and they went down the face of the great American, <clears> I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That they just, I think Cody Cervoski, <laughs> like right down the face. It's like, that's, that's awesome. And uh, I've watched Todd Tyler do it my whole racing career out there. And it blows my flipping mind, but no matter where it is on the hill, Todd just throws a leg over and rides it down. I don't know how the hell they do that. That's that's just nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yeah. No, this is going to be pretty sweet to to have you know guys like Cody Webb, uh, Spencer Wilton, uh, you know, a whole bunch of dudes that know how to ride. Colton Hacker, you know, eyes on us at a hill climb, and you know maybe they'll hop in and and check it out. Uh, so yeah, hopefully it'll be cool. a good deal. Wow, sweet man! Huge congrats to to having that team situation. That's super cool. And who's going to be in charge of kickstarting Austin's four hundred and fifty then? <laughs> well, you know, Dan. Dan wears a uh, Dan's getting a custom set of Hey Dudes made so he can have a more okay, solid okay. bottom. There we go. There we go. Yeah, dude. I. I, I had know. to throw a little flame on there. That's oh yeah, <laughs> mad you, props uh, though. Mad props. Yeah, no, we we've been testing some stuff out um, on the Suzuki and stuff like that, and just trying to get 
uh, get it up to par with the other bikes. You know, it's really not a bad platform to start off on. Uh, so well, the bang yeah. for your buck there is got to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, when you can walk into a, a dealership and buy a brand new one for seventy five hundred dollars, and you know, for a KTM, guaranteed you're going to be paying twice that amount. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. The only the only crappy thing is, is that it's still at seventy five hundred dollars. It's still hard to move off your floor for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it. Just, and I don't. It's because everyone wants that electric start. But I'm yeah, telling you right exactly. now, if, they, if yeah. they were electric start, they'd be ten grand just like the rest of them. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I mean, it just they got to put so much money to at the point they are now Suzuki. If they want to do it, they got to re-engineer every piece of that case. I mean, you're talking big dollar amounts to put into that platform. I, I, I get what they're doing. And guess what? The market needs that bike. People don't want to admit it, but that is yeah. a great bike to get your feet in and get on a dirt bike sure. and get riding. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with them. Everybody that rides them loves them. It's just that if, you know, people that buy stuff, they want the best of the best. And unfortunately, yeah. in, in that platform, it's maybe not, obviously, you know, but it's still a great bike. But hats off to Dan, because holy crap, has he proven – by doing some tinkering, she'll run with the big boys because Austin's been right there with everybody yeah. on a Suzuki for oh, many yeah. years, you know. So yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I don't remember right, but wasn't Suzuki and Cowie kind of sister companies? Yeah, maybe back they're in, anymore, maybe they're not anymore. No, yeah, no. that was from 04 to 06. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I thought it that still shows was. how long you're, I've yeah, been out of. Yeah, yeah. you're you're still you're still. <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me uh, Triumph is building the motocross bike so Brandon can ride it in a hill climb. No, they are. <laughs> they are. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you're out of the loop, bro. Jesus Christ. Come no, on. That, that's, my, that's my whole plan on why I want Triumph in my store is, is for that, that platform right there. So hey, You that- saw that, that post about that whatever the fuck that was on Instagram. I don't even know. That husky with triumph heads on it or something oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah no that yeah that's that's not the real motocross bike i've i've heard some good things about their motocross bike so uh, we got to get we got to fill on one of them bikes in the 450 class there we go there we go yeah yeah, yeah there you go visor down so yep. hey quick sean back to your team high tech i mean cool hey thanks for giving nate a ride man young guy big fan of his i mean dude fast kid got a great program but what's he gonna be on then is he gonna be your ktm guy or or what's uh what's he riding yeah so he's gonna be on ktm uh he actually got the uh 950 what would be uh robbie peterson's championship bike one of brett's bikes uh and sammy hummels 950 i was gonna say sammy hummels yeah okay yeah so so that's gonna be his i think he's gonna run that on methanol okay um and then, uh, you know, just KTM stuff. And then, you know, I kind of have a plan for uh, – so Kale's only 12. Right. So it, it's one of those things where, you know, and for NAHA, we still have two more years before he can get a pro license. Right. Um, but we kind of have this, this plan for him, uh, and more so Dan than myself, that, you know – 
we're going to kale hits hills that no other 12 year old um, is going to hit. Right. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. Uh, kale, uh, whether it's on his 85 super mini 450, he got on uh, Matt's Jixer and yeah, uh, he, he, you know, did a, a whole shot on that. And actually the first time it did not go too well. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> cause the, me and, uh, me and Dan had been testing Josh Hill's open bike for the previous four hours. So we had a rut, you know, six inches deep for 50 <laughs> feet. And yeah. so we throw this 11 year old on an open bike and oh, send man. him into this rut and just got a little bit crossed up. And, uh, yeah, almost, almost weeded it, but he actually wrote it out and then he's like, Oh, I'll do it again. And then, you know, hits it perfect. But cool. yeah. So, I mean, we kind of have a plan That's for cool. him that, you know, as long as obviously he wants to, um, we want to make sure that when he's able to enter the big boy class, that he, you, we're not just going to throw him on a four fifty from an 85, like moat, like it basically yeah. is right now right. on the West coast. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, there's no middle ground there. Um, so, you know, we're going to make the mid, sure the heat. The Midwest is really good for progressing, yeah. progression like that. Like, that's yeah. where it's nice. But we're just climbing different hills, too. I mean, yeah. it's just different. I mean, the hills are nothing like you guys climb out there. So then yeah. back to before our break, I'm pumped. What are you riding? I mean, you're team high tech. Let me give me, what are your race bikes this year? What are you thinking? Well, uh, so I had all my bikes listed for sale. Um when I first bought the store, I was so busy. And then yep. my dad got COVID. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, there was a good solid little while there where, uh, I really didn't know if I, if he was going to be alive anymore. I that remember. Was yeah. How, how, how gnarly yeah. it got. So, right. you know, um, I was kind of focused on trying to get my parents as much money as they could kind of right away. Yeah. Uh, just because yeah. there is such a, an odd situation. We came back from Walhalla perfectly fine next day he has a cough and a week later double lung pneumonia and Oof. he's in the hospital telling oh. my mom that he doesn't think that he's gonna live wow so you know it was, it was scary and wow. it's wow. it's gnarly when you're because i was so focused on trying to i had this brand new business and i got so much riding on me and then all this happens and it so wow. i was like okay yeah. i'm just gonna be done uh, I was basically forced into going to Big Hill Jam, and uh, I yeah. sucked there. And uh, so I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm not going to ride at all the rest of this year. I I can't do it." Right. So we sell uh, my 450s. Okay. I had two 450s. Uh, my 700 bike. I had a whole bunch of people call on. They were all on the East Coast, of course um the, for course. the amateur stuff so i i was like okay well find a way to get it out, out there right then i had my uh and nobody nitro. nobody will just get in their truck and drive that's impossible no yeah no <laughs> uh so so i had my nitro 705 uh the same one as like nick and dusty's but it's uh in the ktm chassis okay yep yep a yep. uh, couple people from the east coast is that the bike that, Wanted that Kyle Redmond rode or whatever? Uh, yeah, but this one's on nitro. So okay. we that one was the nitrous bike. Okay, that's how many damn bikes I've. Had. I, well, I can't keep track. Oh, I'm geez. so jealous, dude. <laughs> I'm just salivating here. I'm like, oh um, man, yeah. <laughs> but but so uh, 
some East Coast dudes wanted that. So we kind of prepared that to send off. And then my dad uh, was feeling well enough that he's like, yeah, don't don't touch my fucking bike. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so I didn't sell Woo. that one. And then while he was in the hospital, I had my 990. Like, literally, we drove it in out of Big Hill Jam. Some guy came to buy it. Gives me the money for it, but he wanted it on methanol instead of nitro. We switched over to methanol, and then it was just kind of a waiting game. It had kind of the weather got crappy, and then a uh, couple months later, he comes in and he's like, "Hey, uh, can you give me my money back?" No, <laughs> yeah. you guys and, and it, me. it was yeah, but it was actually okay because my dad didn't want me to sell that anyway. Okay, good. And uh, so we got that back, but it's on methanol. And uh, then I have my 1190 on right. nitro yep. that I'm switching to gas. Nice. Good. All right. Um, cool. What a I, fleet. I, I hate, like, I know this sounds like I'm just a spoiled bitch, but I hate nitro right yeah. now. <laughs> no. Uh, well, dude, like, and you're, you're, here's the deal is you're a busy guy and you get that 1190 yeah. cranking and you hit the button, you erase it, you put it back in the trailer, you check the chain, you check the oil, you ride it again. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, it, those nitro bikes, you need a flipping team. You got to have – yeah. just. I mean, and yeah, there, there's a lot more potential in the nitro, but if you're trying to get a lot of – it's just too hard, you know? And then yeah. plus, no. you want to go east and race the twins, you got to have it anyways, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things where uh, I could show up and the bike runs flawless. And it's like, hell yeah, we just drove 1,000 miles – and I'm walking out of here with you know third place or whatever you know right. I, Logan and Logan you know yeah you know you yep. know how it goes when those guys show up <laughs> um, but uh, so you know you're walking out of a place with third place or you show up it's a hill that you love like Columbus this year yeah and you know like to me Columbus is my hill that's I'm I'm gonna win there you know that yep. that's where that's where I win at right and. Uh, then my bike bogs on the face of a, a jump and it has nothing to do with like what we actually have going on. There was something got into the fuel and it basically just killing it. Right. And then, uh, Demons. You know, yeah. So, I mean, that's one of those things. Yeah. You weren't there that time. So I can't blame it on you. Colby. <laughs> can't it's blame it me, on Colby. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, you know, I, I'm just at the point where, I'll sacrifice that immediate power for reliability because yeah. nothing is going to piss me off worse than if we show up to a hill climb that I just had to not only miss work for, um, but then I'm, you know, driving across the country with a four-year-old and a one-year-old and <laughs> my bike, my bike doesn't run right. Right. You know, it's, so it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. And it, it's just one of those things where, reliability is the the way to go in my opinion we're gonna still have like the uh uh the hillborn injection on there and stuff and um the 990 that i'll have on methanol you know however that runs and goes we'll keep it that way you know uh peterson's were kind enough to um supply me kind of uh, supply me that bike i guess i could say um they gave me the motor. Carrie's been at my side for uh, 
all of our ups and downs. Wow. You know, he's, he's helped me out at, you know, it, I was, I'm part of team Peterson, but I'm not that the, the Carson and uh, Jake guy. Right. You know, yeah. cause okay. you know, I, I looked for many something. years to try to find that motor that my little open bike that I have on gas, that R is extremely hard to find. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, we were just lucky enough that, you know, Carrie at the end of, uh, uh, what was it? 2017, I believe he just saw something and he's like, Hey man, I'm going to help you out. And I, you know, I think we were going to go a little bit different direction for everything, but he, uh, you know, he came to us and, and helped us out. And, you know, I can't thank him enough. You know, that was our, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Dude loves that Brandon, awesome. let's get a shotgun for Carrie Peterson. Shotgun for Carrie? Let's get it. Where are they at here? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there you go. go. Carrie, you're the man. <laughs> um, Real quick, too, uh, we got some other things to talk about before we we end this deal, but um, you, uh, you said you're going to make a pretty sizable donation to our youth team so what's up with that and are you guys going to be going to nationals yeah yeah so that's uh last year when we went to wisconsin for the amateur nationals you know i uh i thought it was just a good opportunity with me not riding full time and saw kind of a potential for kale to go and uh there's not very many west coast kids that go out to that kind of stuff right no never so you know hardly any I had actually planned on going out there before the Nitro and Mud thing came about, but when the Nitro and Mud uh, youth team came about, I, you know, we Kale submitted a video, and uh, you know we, you know, got on board. And uh, this year, I was like, hey, I want to do that same thing, but I just want to do it in the opposite effect. I want to go out there uh, with the team instead of you know being on the team and. Uh, want to help some more kids get out there that can't get out there and uh, Hell yeah. hopefully we can make that happen. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome, dude. Totally. Hell yeah. Totally. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. I don't think if, if is- Kale didn't have the mullet, I don't know if he would have made the cut, but <laughs> yeah, the mullet yeah, that was- definitely helped her decision making process. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking, but you, you no. should see that now. I mean, dude, that's not, I, that's, like Joe Dirt status mullet. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not just oh, a yeah. haircut anymore, it's a lifestyle. Well, it is. You know, he it is a lifestyle and you have to live up to it. So Oh yeah, yeah. You can't have a mullet and be no chump. No. That's right. Uh, man, thanks, Sean. That's so cool. Yeah. And just like we talked about, just giving these kids these opportunities that maybe wouldn't go to an amateur nationals. And maybe you get a chance to give that imprint to that kid. And it just, we've all been involved in bikes at a young age. They do something to you. And if you just have a chance mm-hmm. to imprint some kid that might not have the opportunity, man, thanks, dude. That We're, we're so yeah. stoked to help this oh, yeah. along. And yeah. Yeah. great people we like you make it happen, you know. We don't yeah, need no- to say numbers right this second. I'm sure there'll be a, a post about it, but. You did make a pretty sizable donation. So anybody that makes it on the team, make sure you thank uh, Sean Whitcomb, Whitcomb Racing, and High Tech Motorsports for for helping you guys come out here this year. Because 
it's pretty awesome. And if you're racing, you. yeah. if you're racing in Billings and you don't go to his store and walk through there, <laughs> I got, I got, I, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna taste my pimp hand because it's just badass <laughs> to, to walk in there. You're gonna find something you can't live without and buy it because it's just gonna come right back to you. You know, yeah. Brandon, give him That's the powder. Right. He's about to slap. Him. <laughs> <laughs> how about a whip we got the whip <laughs> yeah i know that it should be fun you know i plan on bringing out a couple of uh other other kids that you know ride for our uh our amateur team here at home cool uh good you know cool. you know what? three or four 50 riders couple 65 riders and a and a 85 rider too so well we've been telling people if you know a kid nice. send a video in like we want to hear yeah. from all these kids we want to pick the kids that want to come be a part of it you know it's like we're looking yep. for yeah. that give yep. some more exposure it's awesome it's gonna be so fun i mean it just sucks sean last year that mud hill just destroyed it i mean that hill was looking so good yeah. and i just bummed yep. that you and your boy didn't get to experience nats like it is because he's such a good rider and man that hill just, uh, it was so hard on those little damn yeah, bikes. That threw a curveball in the situation for ah, sure. Sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that. I mean, as soon as it started raining, I'm like, oh my, this kid has never ridden in anything like this. No, none of those <laughs> kids know? had. Yeah. None of those yeah. kids had. I mean, that just, yeah. we could only do so much, you know? I mean, hell, that you couldn't even hardly get the bikes off the hill. I mean, it was just awful. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it wouldn't have been a nationals, yeah. we wouldn't have had a race. You know, I mean, they just, just had, we had to try to make it happen. It's yeah. funny because the yeah. weather looked pretty good leading up to that, and then I showed up and rechecked it again, and it just went to shit. So, yeah, so it's clearly it's you, you showed up. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Nitro Pilot. Yeah, yeah Nitro. Pilot. Yeah, no, it, it's one of those things that you know all the kids have to ride in it. So, uh, but you know. At, Every kid that was there, you know, I didn't see a single kid that was like, oh, I'm not riding because of this. Right. Everyone tried it, you know. Yeah. Nah, they all went for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and to be part of that team with, uh, you know, what, were, what do we have, two national champions on that? Yep. Yeah. Two national then, champions out, mean, of that, out of that group. And then I think there was probably a total of eight podiums, you know. Yeah. That, yeah. that you can't go, you can't beat that, you know. There's yeah, a, there's badass. something to be said about the selection that happened and and the kids that got chosen to come out and do that. Right. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being a part a of it year this year. Yeah, no, I'm excited. There's uh you know, I I've, I've seen videos of that hill out in Michigan and uh hopefully hopefully the rain stays away and can make it a a good race. Well, yeah. You could come Unfortunately, through. I'm going. So, <laughs> you can actually, I'm put, not sure about nationals. I'm not sure about nationals. I'll be at the you, pro race. I don't know about nationals. You yeah, can, Sean, you coming out the week before for the pro race? Uh, what is the date on that? It's the week before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the date. Oh, like, like sure. August, Sean, Sean can just take a week something. off in the middle of summer, no problem, right? It's like yeah, August no fifth or something. <laughs> Yeah, August something. Uh, it just depends. Let me you tell know, you. It's August 7th. <clears throat> August 7th. Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I don't know how competitive my bikes would be on a hill like that, you know. Um, but, you know, it just we'll have to wait and see. And 
it would be fun too. You know, the one that I really want to hit is uh, like Freemansburg. I think that would be. Yep. That's more my style. Yep. That's that's more your style. Yep. You'd like that You'd one. Like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm know, not sure I'll, how these things work, but uh, how hard would it be to just run your V twin on gas? He's setting it up for that, Cole. Yeah, I am. Yeah, my 1190 will be on gas. Yep. So I think that would be fairly competitive at yeah. Muskegon the but way I mean, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the the twins class would be, but nitro might sure. yeah nine ninety. I don't know. Yeah, and that that hill's so unpredictable. You never know what's there's so much yeah. traction at the bottom. But I mean that, and then there's nothing halfway up. Right. So it's unpredictable yeah. on what's going to be fast. But there. you're right, Sean. At Freemansburg, your nine ninety at nitro is more than enough in that premier class because it's just. If it's yeah. so difficult, if a nitro bike can't get a smooth sail through, then it, I mean, Braden won it on gas. Logan's won it on gas. I mean, yeah, it, it's possible at Freemansburg because it's just so damn rough, you know? Yeah. You yeah, will I like what's a rough end. You will. The nitro bikes get going so fast there that they, you hit so hard and just lose everything. Yeah. It's just yeah. hard yeah. to get that smooth run. You like that middle jump at Freemansburg though, Sean, you, you like big air and that's some bitch you air. It out yeah. There. No. Okay. I, that's probably my worst part that I, I think I'd be at because, dude, th- those East Coast style jumps, that is not my deal, man. <laughs> I I hate floating the front end up like that, <laughs> man. You'd be yeah. fine. Hell, Sean, if I can do it, yeah. you'll do it 10 times better because that's just how it goes. So. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, okay, hold on it. now. You got it. Hold on, Joel. Yeah. I, okay, so, you know, you brought those uh, – Curds to us, yeah, yeah. In when we were out there in Wisconsin at the Nationals, right? So yeah. we're me and Kayla are sitting there. We eat a few of them, throw them in the cooler, drive back to Billings. The next week, I drive to Portland, back to Josh Hill's house to grab some stuff. Okay. I stop at a KTM dealership uh, right outside of uh, the town that he lives in. Yep. And I buy three uh, 890 Dukes. Nice. I go and open up the the back of my trailer, and it was like being hit with a bomb. <laughs> Dude. The, guy, the owner of this dealership comes out, and he's like, what in the fuck is that smell? And I'm like, dude, I had, I had a, a cooler full of cheese curds in there. I was just in Wisconsin last week. He's like, holy shit, I thought that a homeless guy was back here. I'm like, dude. Dude, I, I told you. you got, I, I handed you the bag. I'm like, you got to eat them in three days because they were. Yeah, there's a window. There's a window. The ones, that, yeah. the ones that I hand out, they're fresh out the cow, and there's no preservatives. Like, you got yeah. three days. Don't don't refrigerate them. Just eat the damn things or you're good. That That's what happens. They were trying to yeah. grow out of there. That's what was going on. They or oh, they did, yeah. They did that. That that dealership probably still smells like that. Uh, well, hey, I'm sorry, dude. I, next time I'll make sure I'll text you a couple days later and say, "Hey, you better I, dispose of what you haven't eaten." I call. I want you to call Gray Area KTM in Portland, Oregon, and apologize. <laughs> okay, I want you to apologize. All right, I got it right here. Gray, got it. All right, all right, all right, got it. Better send them a complimentary bag of yeah, yeah, <laughs> of cheese curds and a fret. Yeah, hopefully it takes less than three days to get. There. Yeah. yeah, the bad part is, is I'll call them. They'll know exactly what I'm talking about instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's, funny. They, uh. that's probably when they quit answering my calls. They're like, there's no way the hell them getting this guy back out here. <laughs> Letting that stinky cheese yeah. guy back in oh, here. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, good times. That, that 890, yeah. we talked a bit, and I remember you were thinking about making that into a hill climb platform. Man, yeah, we talked. I saw that on Cycle. I, what, what magazine was that? Because it was Pikes Peak. It was a 790 that they had originally. And they had that motor yeah. at Pikes Peak. And I went up to the local KTM dealer in town, and I was just like, oh, I wanted to see one. And they're like, oh, we, they haven't even put them in production yet. And then uh, I finally saw one, and I'm like, ooh, man, it's compact and little. And the num- That's the parallel twin yeah, one, right? Yeah, and the numbers yep. that they had, you just never know because it's so, it's so wishy-washy from the factory <clears> to Kirk's <throat> Dino. They're never the same, you know? So I didn't yeah. know, but – then they're fly well, by wire, and that's not easy. Well, so so that's the biggest issue. So, you know, I might potentially, maybe, could possibly <laughs> be be build one. Mainly, I'd want to build it for kale. Oh yeah, um, yep. But so the thing about that motor is, it's 115 horsepower with all their California regulations on it. Right. Obviously, you know, you're going to have to get rid of all that stuff. It is the fly-by-wire. So whatever uh, secret Logan has, um, you know, whatever, however much money I have to spend, Ooh. we'll figure it out, I wow. guess. Yep. Um, but so 115 horsepower, and it's 63 pounds lighter, the engine, than a 990 uh, v twin and it's the same width yeah okay so so i'm looking at that basically you are going to be riding a 450 with 115 horsepower right well i uh, mean you know name something uh, name a bike that has that potential i, I don't think there is one right and, now and, um, that, that's like and, and, and no. i'm obviously i don't. feel so stupid because i'm no voice of experts but the problem is is nobody's done it and the first person that does it is going to pay through the effing nose on things that don't work, you know? Oh, yeah. Rus- and that's Rusnick's yeah. building one right now. Okay, good. Brian Rusnick Ooh. has one he's building. Nice. He, he's building it. His, his is a 790, though. It's a 790. Yep. Okay. So, but it's still the parallel twin. Yep. Yep. So that's, and Phil was going to build the 890. Nice. But as a group consensus of the team, we talked him into the 1190. <laughs> okay. And I think Phil's probably rethinking that decision very yeah. hard right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. so uh, somebody that has been on your show before, I don't want to blow them out, has came and purchased an 890 from me to build. Nice. Um, and it was, you know, it was something I was talking about at, at Big Hill Jam. Yeah. Uh, me and Dan really looked into it and, it's. I think that uh, when you just compact that little of a bike yeah. inside there with that much power, right. the only thing that you can go is up. Right. You know, literally. So you know, it's. I rode one out on my uh, out on my road behind our store, right. and uh, in first gear, like no bullshit, I hit eighty miles an hour, right. and instantly, Damn. instantly. Uh, it's a bike that you can't keep the front end down. 
and uh, it actually went, you know, because we're trying to test it and see what the hell it's going to do. Right. It went so fast, so quick that the uh, uh, the screen couldn't catch up to how like the immediate speed that was going, and it blew the fuse to the screen, wow. and, and it, it shut oh, it shut down the bike. Yeah, right. yeah, we were we were way confused <laughs> wow. on this. Um, wow. but, but that's what's that's just what's, one. I mean, it's just what's cool about our sport is we're just this the shade tree garage. You know, these aren't KTM engineers that are going to try to figure out how to make this into a hill climb bike. It's Dan the Man. It's yeah. Kirk Mueller. It's you know, yeah. heavy wrenching. Yeah. I mean, these guys they figure this stuff out, and it's not easy. And it's hundreds or thousands of hours that go into making this work. And you're just hoping it works better than the last mousetrap. You know, it's like, and that's, yeah. but I, I mean, I agree with you, Sean. Like when I had my bike Snowflake, my 490, that's getting made into a 520. The first time that I got it set up correctly and I got it to hit like I wanted, you're talking a 210 pound bike, 80 plus horsepower. Holy crap. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable how hard it pulls, you know? Yeah, that, I mean yeah. that's the potential there with that bike, and it's like you just got to figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. it's not easy to figure out. <laughs> no, but I the, hope you do it. And I, <laughs> I want to. This I whole want one. <laughs> this whole wiring thing is going to be the biggest. You know, yeah. that's that's the biggest yeah. thing. Is is the wiring thing and right? You know, it's we're almost might be tempted to you know look at a different set of throttle bodies. And basically, uh, do like a hillborn injection style. Run separate throttle bodies off of it, and then um, then you're bypassing the the throttle all together, right? Um, and yeah. the wiring. So then then you're running off the coils, and your your ignition is straight off your battery, you know, instead of uh, worrying about all the other stuff. But right. I don't know, you know, that's something that if I do plan on completing that uh yeah it's gonna be not this year and it's gonna be a bike that um we're gonna set up for kale because you know at 14 you can ride billings on an open bike yeah um dude i'm just so happy that you didn't sell your open bikes because i mean i understand where you were at with your dad and what was going on but i mean it's just it's hard to sell them all and I'm so oh, yeah. glad that you yeah. didn't, and I'm so glad that you got them because it's just a platform to build off of, especially for your boy. Like, Kale's a great yeah. rider, but it's kind of nice just to put him on something, stretch these effing cables. I got one sitting right here for you when you get those stretched. You know, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. nice oh, to yeah. step them up. You know, it's That's like, cool. you don't want to just put them yeah. on Austin's nitro bike and have them go Mach 100 right away. It's like, you got to kind of yeah. work up to that. You know, it's like, it, yep. it, you know, yeah. and, that, and you, you have that availability in your fleet. And that's what's so fun for kids that want to ride and learn. I mean, it's just cool because when you have all that power and the little bit of that, I've never been at the highest level, but when you have excellent equipment and tons of power, it's easier and it's way funner. Oh, yeah. I mean, the old the old man's class out there, that's the only reason I'm so competitive is for a while, my 490 <laughs> was the fastest one. I mean, if I could yeah. put one together, no one's touching it because you have the fastest bike. You know, it's like yep. that helps in racing. <laughs> oh yeah, <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> only a little yeah. bit. Yeah, 
Sean's KTM is a thing of beauty too, and I would have cried if I had to sell that thing. Yeah, man, man. I'm not oh, gonna dude, lie. No doubt. Yeah, that's yeah, such a beautiful build. Yeah, no, it's tough. You know, my dad, he, I mean, I if I could count how many bikes that he's built, <laughs> um, just since probably 2008, uh, you know, we're talking probably close to 20 to 25. Wow. Uh, you wow. know, cause he's built Holden's bike. Uh, we built Devin Johnson's bike. Yeah. Uh, I've had six, six fifties and, <laughs> and he's just been, Good he Lord. would, well, he would just, uh, take one and get it really close to what he wanted. And then we'd go ride it and he'd be like, well, this needs to change. So he could build a frame in a weekend, basically <laughs> change the frame. <laughs> You know, I mean, it wasn't ever that fast, of course, but, you know, we could do all that stuff. You know, my dad and my grandpa and my brother and myself, you know, we were welders, um, you know, steel fabricators. So it, it's just an easy job and it's something that my dad loves. I mean, I don't know how much he loves it now because he's just done it so much. You know, he refuses right. a lot of bikes at this point. Right. Um, yeah. You yeah. know. And it, because it's not his full time job, that and people and don't understand how many hours go into one. Even your dad, that's built so many, it's still yeah. an ass load of hours. And it's to build a fuel cell. It's not an, a couple hours. You got days into a fuel cell, you know. Yeah. And it might not work. You might have to change it. And then it's like, what you know? It's just insane the time that goes into building them and making them work good. And then, you know, the, every one you get a little bit better. So then there's a little bit more detail that goes into it, you know. But, man, yeah. hats yeah, off that, to your dad. He, That's just cool for all the all the effort, totally. you know. Yeah, you know, and I mean, there's even East Coast bikes that dudes are riding. Uh, oh, well, uh, Logan Peterson. Yep. His Aprilia, you know, that was one that my dad had built. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's, a, you know, there's a lot of them out there. And right. He's just uh, – you know, it gets, I think for him, it kind of got overwhelming to, uh, and obviously, cause I'm probably a whiny bitch too, uh, that, <laughs> that, uh, you know, that we're making all these chassis changes and stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, it probably doesn't help that I can go from like, uh, 210 pounds to 280 and about three months and then back to 225 and you know so that probably that probably pisses him off too but you know that's just yeah he's the same hey, I, way but i don't know you guys from adam but i'll tell you one thing your dad loves the shit out of you and your boy and all your your family and i got to pit next oh, yeah. to you guys at carnegie and i just got to watch your dad and you work and i, I always i just love to see that family dynamic it's so flipping cool your dad comes over to me he's like Dude, you just don't stop working on stuff. I'm like, well, I don't have a Daryl. Like, I, I'm the writer <laughs> and I'm Daryl. It's like I, I kind of have to do everything. I don't get to stop, you know. And and uh, yeah. it just he he wanted to come over and help. And I'm like, dude, you got your own. I, I I got it. Like, you got your own stuff to deal with, you know. It's like that's just the generosity of your dad. And so I'm so excited to hear he's doing better. Uh, I've been sending yeah. him positive vibes as much as I could. And man, just uh, good to hear because he's a young man. I mean. The dude, he, oh yeah, you know it's like let's go. It's like we got a lot of life here, but let's give her. Oh yeah, yeah, no, and that's uh, that's what's crazy about that is, I mean, at like fifty three years old, just sitting there like that, it's like holy smokes, you know, you're not that old, man. Yeah, you can't be doing that. No, no, yeah, yeah, good to be tough, but it's good to be tough oh, yeah. in those situations. 
Yeah. Good to have yeah, a little. Damn sure. Good to have ten percent dusty beer in you in those in those situations, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight oh, percent native, ten percent <laughs> dusty. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hey, I don't know how much my mom would like hearing that, but oh. okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <sighs> shit. Oh. <laughs> All right, Sean, we better let you go here. It's getting late, buddy, but uh, thanks a lot for coming on, and I'm actually kind of surprised we filled two hours with with one guest. Yeah, one, one guest. That's, Dude, that's that, awesome. Yeah, thanks for letting us. Um, you, uh, you helped us out a lot filling in for Jason Smith, who uh, apparently came down with the sickness, wasn't able to join us tonight. So super last minute, we got a hold of you last night, and you were all about it. So super thankful you were able to come on and help us fill a gap. Yeah, no, and, yeah. Any, anytime I can bullshit, I'll bullshit. <laughs> yeah. We're down for and it. And that we did. That we did. Oh, That's yeah. all right. So uh, super stoked to hear all the cool things coming out of your corner be, uh, with the team and your own team and our team and the whole shop deal. You guys got it going on, and I wish the best of luck to you guys in the future with the high tech. Super cool. Yeah. And, Dude, and if there's something you want us to flex up for you, like that you guys got going on at your shop or you and your boy, your team, let us know. Like we're this, we're a sounding board for people that love riding dirt bikes up hills. We want, we want to, we want to broadcast that out. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, if you want a high tech commercial on our on our show, just let us know. Yeah, no, we'll 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 talk about that stuff. Yeah, yep, I'm down for it all. Sounds good to me. Man. Make it all work out. Well, be easy, bro, and hopefully we'll see you in Muskegon. Woo! I guess I would maybe uh I'll try to stay away from the races you're you're competing at. I'll do my best. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. I'll do my best, but no guarantees. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all good, man. We're, you broke the curse uh, on the last <laughs> ride. When he when he went up over the hill and you were standing next to him, remember I said, "Okay, we're good." Uh, yeah, we're good now. We're good now. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. Okay, there we go. All Curse right. is broke. Right, uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah so it must you. be somebody else. It must be somebody else then. <clears throat> Dude, you're the only common factor in those ones. Oh, well, man. I'm the obvious <laughs> one, but maybe there's something underlying that we don't know, like. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. I appreciate you guys having me on here. All right. Absolutely, Thanks for dude. being on, Sean. We'll have you on again. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, anytime. Nit. Thanks, dude. Yep. Thank you. All right. Peace, Peace out, out, Sean. <laughs> Brandon, you jinxed me. You owe me. Uh, get. Uh, let's see. What do I owe you? Uh, how big is this bottle? 200 milliliters of Revel Stoke. Apple whiskey. Okay. <laughs> why, why do I eat 200 milliliters of apple whiskey? Well, usually it's a Coke for a jinx, but. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to go with the apple whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, boys, I've been <sighs> holding this one and I wanted to keep it from you because I wanted to, to do it. But I'm going to tell you why I love our listeners so damn much. Okay. So All I'm right, just why? minding my own business, tiling away like a good little tile guy, right? Boom. <laughs> Phone buzzes. It's our bud from up north. 
Aaron Pearson. He goes, just started listening to Alexa's show. Oh, I've got some Elks on bike picks for you from when my dad's era. I'll send them when I get them dug up. Colbs, I'm going to get these to you. We got, dude, we got like 80s era Cowie. No, maybe it might be 70s era Cowie with Elk on them. I mean, no way. we're talking about to Alexa. How, okay, you can you can take a side by side because you can't help pack an elk out on a dirt bike, and we got <laughs> we got hill climb fam. That's like we got oh hell no, photo proof. Oh yeah, you we got photo proof. This dude's in the flipping snow with elk, <laughs> oh, no. with like a six by six elk on there, and I'm like, this is epic. <laughs> like I can't believe, and it's just like that's why I love hill climbing. Like. Tell me I can't do something. Oh, no, we're doing it. It's just awesome. Like, is it a broke down elk or like just the whole in whole? No, they don't have an 800 pound elk and him on a little 200. But <laughs> All right, so it's broke down. The one picture, the one picture is you got like the rib cage and the head with the horns on the bike. I don't know where he <laughs> actually sat on it, but it's on there. But it's just, Aaron, I love you, dude. Uh, just thank That's you for awesome. saying that. I mean, We'll That's we'll get awesome. it posted up on our site. It's so flipping epic. I just love <laughs> it. You know? awesome. Oh god dang it. I remember when we were talking about it, I was like, someone's gonna have something on this, you know? And oh yeah. Bam, yeah. Our listeners are the best. The hill climb community. It just we never cease to amaze each other. I flipping love it. So Aaron, thank you so much. And why is it no surprise it's a guy it's a Canadian that has that picture? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Same same dude's dad had the H two on a freaking snow bike kit, you know, back in the seventies. You know? Oh my god. I just love yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Oh man. <laughs> Man, what a wealth of oh. information Sean was. Uh, I was really Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously very uh accomplished racer, but to go, I mean, how many people how many times have all of us dreamed of being in a motorcycle industry? You know, obviously Cowboy you're in it, but I mean, to own your own dealership, that is so cool and uh I can't imagine the stresses involved in it, and I think he kind of downplayed a lot of how difficult that's got to be. Oh, the overhead. I, I'm sure he did. 12, oh, yeah, 12 yeah. employees payroll. I mean, just what you got to do every single day, every single month to make your life go. It's, ah, it's, I can't imagine the stress, but hats off to him for doing it. And um, man, it's really cool to hear, you know, just what life's like and how it works doing that. I mean, thank you, Sean, for sharing all those things. And God, I hope you inspired a young kid to reach for his dream. You know, that's really cool. Totally. I hope so. Yeah, that was a good listen. He uh, had a lot to share. Yeah. You just never know. I know it's always something I want to do is have a have a dealership, and it just – cars never lined up. I never really chased it hard enough to make it make it happen, and it seems like he he made it happen for himself. Like Yeah. He, yeah did what he had to do to get that well you got to have a solid uh team behind you to be able to take yep. 16 months of no paychecks <laughs> to yeah. make that work yeah i mean that's brutal <laughs> yeah that's no doubt. brutal no doubt and i mean just you got to have the want to i mean that's any success story that just nobody i mean people happen but i mean it just doesn't usually get handed to you there's some sacrifice no. involved when people you, you got to work yeah. for it and mm-hmm. the thing about owning a business is you can have the best month you've ever had in your life, but if you don't do something next month, you're out of business. 
Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> one one lesson when you own your own business, your goal is to stay in business. You know, it's like that's not easy. I mean, I, I watch businesses that have been operating for 30 years and all of a sudden, bam, they go bankrupt. It doesn't take much. You got to you got to keep doesn't take much you at all. Keep hungry mm-hmm. the whole time, you know, so and I'm sure he will. So. But, oh, yeah. Just cool. He's in for the long haul. Yeah. If he yeah, gets he through this weird, weird uh, transition period with the economy, he's good. He's golden. Yeah. Yeah. And what's even better about it is like his business, he's running, you know, not only is he a multi brand dealership, but he's also like a one stop shop if you're a hill climber. Right. That's you so can stop cool. there, you buy your bike, get extensions from them, have yeah. it set up for hill climbing on one one stop. And how many, I don't know of any other dealership that you can do that. Dude, it, like when we were talking about yeah. that motorcycle row, because it's Hanson's Motorsports is just down the street from him. And they're like, uh, they're like more I'm trying to think of how the right way to frame it. They're not like a factory dealership. I think they sell like gas, ga- or no, not gas, gas, like beta. And then some trials bikes and stuff like that. But you walk in okay. and it's a shop like Devin Johnson worked there and, and they, they had some really cool stuff, but a flipping stack eight foot high of paddle tires. You want an offset Viper? You want a, a 16 scoop dominator you want a straight i mean they had a lot of options and that's that life out there. yeah it's so flipping cool you go to the honda dealer what's well, i mean hill climbing is what what you do yeah. out there you're either hill climbing a snowmobile in the winter or a bike in the in the spring i mean but billings motorcycle right. club and just the terrain but i've been to a lot of calls for yeah, a paddle. i've been to a lot of motorcycle dealers and i've never seen a paddle tire for sale and there there's three on one road and in every one of them you could buy one <laughs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I'll, so cool. I wish I had enough money. I want, I want to buy even more. You know, it's crazy. You know, <laughs> but uh, and what's it? Those dealerships had to take the foresight to send a donor tire out to Scat Track or whatever yeah. and have it made. Because yeah. like a Dominator tire is not something you just order out of the catalog. Well, and I think at Hanson's, I think, um, and please, I, I'll be corrected. I'm sure like everybody likes to correct me, but the Hanson's, they're related to the Tyler family. And, you know, okay. the Tyler's, they live in Billings, but they spend some of their time in California as well. And I believe Hanson's yeah. have them haul when they go back to Cali. I think they take like a freaking pallet of cores back with them. And I think that's how they can do it. Because it's expensive shipping all that okay. crap back and forth or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, if you can take a pallet of freaking eighteen-inch cores down with you, and then ship them back, you're saving half the money, you know, or whatever. But uh, really sure. nice people, yeah. and you always hear their name announced as sponsors when you're at the Billings Motorcycle Club. Thank you for that. I mean, that's why as racers, Todd taught me that years ago. Like when they sponsor, we go in there and support them. You know, it's like yeah, we're not we're not wealthy people, but we can go in there and buy some oil or. Hello, and I was at Sean's. I bought a couple stands. I needed them. Go buy them from the people that are supporting your sport. I'm not going to order them from some place yeah. that's never even heard of hill climb. Hell no. It's like when I wanted that 300, <laughs> I went to the spot that supports a bunch of hill climb guys in North Dakota at full throttle. It's like go where you're supporting. Don't be the Tom that goes and buys from some guy that's never even heard of the Moto Climb Super Series or American Hill Climb. Or that. No, go yeah. to the people that are supporting them. That's, yeah. You can keep those people alive because yep. – not all days will be as fruitful as they are right now, you know. Well said. That's for sure. Exactly right, too. We need a we need a rant sponsor. <clears throat> yeah. A rant. Oh, yeah. A, a, Joel, a sponsor for Joel's rants. 
oh god, he's had three beers. He's gonna go off on some freaking rant now about something. Back in my day, you know, I walked to school uphill both ways, and I was three miles from school, and I was the closest one, so I had to go there and start the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking well, of, I think we need a booze sponsor for as much as Colby and I drink on this show. I'm not drinking. What are you talking yeah, about? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just want to clear something up too. Uh, speaking of back in my day, and uh, Sean was mentioned, or you were just mentioning Alexa's bit there. Uh, last episode, I we were talking about the uh, pre pre race, you know get up talk with your your dad or whatever and yeah i said my brother gave me the the info on the lines and my dad was just there to tell me to use the clutch and have fun well that was an understatement i i, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I feel bad i was listening back to it the other day you know to proof proof uh listen to the show and i'm like god that sounds really bad because my dad was the lifeline of our program. You know, he did everything from, I mean, he, he built one hell of a race bike for me and my, my brother too. And he wasn't just there to tell me to hold in the clutch. I take, you know, I, when I, when I get on my little rants, I, I lose track of what I'm, where I'm going with it sometimes. And right. I'm sorry, dad, that that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, and and your dad also led the chant. That's like Colbs. That's one of my favorite facts yeah. about you. What are we yeah. gonna yeah, do? Kick butt. Where are we going to? <laughs> I just love that you guys are like O'Doyle <laughs> rules. So like when you're going. Cool. No, yeah, exactly. O'Doyle rules. No, it was it was awesome. That uh, that time on the way the races is, is priceless. And I don't know where he got that from either. Like because I know his dad wasn't like that and. Yeah, it's just such a cool, cool uh, memory to have. It's just so cool, there. isn't it? So cool, Cobes. Like we're old guys, and that just sticks with you forever. Isn't that so badass? Like I, oh, yeah. I we all have those yeah. memories with our my, my dad, cowboy, yeah, yeah. with your mom and dad, my mom and dad. I, mean, I just love that. I just think that's so, that's racing is so fundamental in family, and it's just god dang. I mean, you think about how we think of those memories, and then it just pisses you off. When you hear this negativity about this climb got shut down because of this guy didn't like the noise, and that's all those families yeah. miss out on that. Now. Yeah, that's just another one mm-hmm. gone. I like, god dang it! Yep. Like yeah. that's just so many times, just all the things that come back. So everybody, stay positive about racing. Keep your kids, keep your yeah. family in it. Yeah, it's not easy, but it's yeah. worth it. You know. And I know the uh, Cato Cycle Club just bought another huge chunk of property next door to them. Yes, um, awesome. It's a lot of, you know, it was a sand pit, so they, they dug everything down to bedrock. I mean, it's barely usable. You're going to have to backfill the shit out of that to make it usable for anything. Yeah. But the fact is the threat of a development coming in right next door to them and shutting it down. So they were pretty much forced into, we either got to buy this or, you know, face the facts that our future right. could be limited. Yeah. So... That's another thing that sucks, you know, but it's cool that they were able yep. to Good pull together them. the funds to, to buy that property to shut that situation down. And that would be one of the last scares I think they have right. for uh, a development anywhere near them because they, you know, they got a yeah. pretty good chunk of property and they're down in a valley. But still, you know, that threat is always there for any club, you know, and, and like Red Wings climb, that's right in town. I'm I, so surprised that is even still I can't happening. Believe I it's, cannot believe that it's still going. It's nuts. Yeah. And so you know, don't, be thankful. Right. Anybody that 
gets to race there, be thankful that's there because right. it is a blessing that is even still there. And I mean, let's just let's just call it out like it is, Colts. That Cato Cycle Club, what it was, it was a group of volunteers that generation after generation donated their time, money, energy. Yeah that kept it alive and now they're growing it hats off Cato Sun mm-hmm. club. That's so yep. badass. Yeah. That's you're just cementing that future for the next round of little kids. They're going to choose to rip dirt bikes and smile and have fun. Then go off and be yep. menace to society. You know, that's freaking badass. Yep. Good yeah. for you guys. Yeah. And overall it's a, it's a great club, uh, club grounds. They got a lot of cool stuff going on there. I know a lot of people don't love, the way the hill's been in the past few years, and I get it. It it was a little weird, but uh, it's a great club, man. It's it's worth supporting, and we can't afford to lose it. No, that's for sure. And it's beautiful no. down there. All all the clubs are worth supporting because we can't afford to lose any of these yeah spots to ride, especially us guys on the east coast and Midwest. There's we don't have public riding no. grounds. Yeah. yeah. The one thing they do have, though, is probably one of the sickest tracks in southern Minnesota, hands down. Yeah. I mean, Moto yeah. Kazi is running it now. Uh, it's it's badass. I mean, it's got some sick terrain. Cool. And, so, Joel, cool. if you've never ridden it, you got to come check no, it out. No, not a moto guy, but I want to ride that single track because I've heard about it and I haven't. Oh, yeah, got... we got trails. Woo! It looks I, trails galore. Talking to Corey, <laughs> Corey Danbury and other uh, native yeah, down yeah. there, and that dude rips. And man, I got to get and sample some of that. Yeah, for sure, it's fun. Endless too. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of hills. <laughs> and uh, you know, just like when you're talking about last week, I had some people comment to me. You know, like a lot of times we're like we're voicing our opinions, and you know, I think that one thing we could all agree on is just. Thank you for everybody's energy that goes into this sport, your time. I mean, everybody, you know, every, yeah. every race that goes on has different factors to it, different things. We're, we're fans of all of it, but we're here to just voice opinions and let people hear what some different opinions are. We're not against anything. I mean, it's all awesome. It's all dirt bikes yeah. and going uphill, you know, but there's just, yeah. unfortunately, we don't have one one body we have four professional ones and, and you know and and several yeah. amateur ones and we're just trying to be that place that people can come and say what they like what they don't like and uh you know yep. yeah i just I, I just don't want ever anybody to think that we're against anybody we just making our opinion known we're for everything so it's all about volunteers and people donating their time and energy that's the most you know gracious thing you could ever do you know yeah yeah to my point, you know, I, I think I stressed my point last episode that it was strictly a TV situation. Mm-hmm. And I respect Yeah. I respect all the all the series. Right. I don't ride personally um at these races, but I can respect the, the gnarliness of them. I just think for a, a TV program, it needs to be more action packed. That's all I was saying. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's my opinion no, we, on that. We love hill climbing in general, no matter what it is or, or where they're doing it or right. yeah. what style hill climbing is being done because we have four styles here in the U.S. and you go over to Europe and it's another totally different style of doing the same yeah, thing. And I wonder, like, and this is just the idiot in me, but in <laughs> Europe, like, 
how many different series is there? Is there just one series? Is I there a series? I don't know if there's actually a series over there. I think it's a bunch of uh, different clubs that have different races. And, you know, Europe is a bunch of different countries. It'd be like traveling from state to state here in the United right, States. Yeah, no, exactly. So, I mean, you're traveling a different country. It seemed to us, it seems, wow, that's far because U.S. is such a vast place. And to go to the two countries that border us, it's in point where you live, it's thousands of miles to go to another country. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where in Europe it could be a hundred miles to the next country. And honestly, like the big one I heard is France. Obviously, that's where Fran- the French one I think is the biggest right. one. The, but the I've, two they have a couple. They have a couple different ones they do in but France. I've also but heard like it would be Austria. Like, is there a bunch? But I mean, are they yeah. under? Is there like here we have amateur districts? They're not. We they're have not professional districts. No, I, I don't, wonder. I wonder how it's structured. Fim, you know, it's H- FIM doesn't recognize hill hill climbing over yeah. there at all. I was going to say it's HCGP. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't know. We'd have to actually get someone that's, you know, been in depth of that over there. I don't know. Maybe Carrie could shed more light on that or get get a European hill climb river to shed more light on how how it works over there for them. Um, Like we discussed before, that may be a challenge for us to – make the time difference work for one of them guys or, or, and us and also the language barrier. So yeah, that, that may be something if you are a hill climber or promoter over in a European country in France, anywhere, and you want to try and work it out to come on the show, get in touch with us. And we will definitely love to have someone from across the pond on the show to find it a little bit more about, they also, how our sport is done I, over there. That's so, they also have no idea what you just said. Right. And cowboy, like that, <laughs> there's translators. I'm sure that Spotify or something translates this Colby, stuff. Or, uh, cowboy, that, that hopefully better than Facebook. Cowboy, does. that's so noble of you. But all I want is for Colby to try to read through some foreign language with his hand signals and stuff, and then I just want to translate some random crap that I come up with. I think it would be epic. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. We might start some sort of blood feud between one country and another, but it'll be worth it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It, it could be bad, our, our translations, right. but I don't know if any of you guys follow any of the French guys from over there on Facebook. Just Mortz. I know, Joe, you don't do Facebook. I, I, I follow Mortz on Insta. And their Facebook's yeah. translation is horrible. Oh, really? Like, it makes absolutely no sense when you translate it to English okay. and you read it. You're like, what are they talking about? Taking chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, to Joel's point before, I I just want everyone to know there's there's no raw feelings between us and any other series. I mean, no. Yeah, we are the official show of American Hill Climb, right? And that's where our hearts are for the most part. Yeah. But uh, I love everybody. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Climb. Naha, Rockwell, you guys all are kicking ass and doing your own thing, and that's right. what the sport needs. Yep. You know, it's it's cool to see all the different aspects. Yeah, my point was specifically for a TV program, and like I said, Naha did a great job of their take on on it and right. what I helped do for them, and they narrowed it down to like a one class structure for the TV program, and I think that's what it would have to be wherever yeah. it is, but. In like 
Brandon, you were saying you need the commentary at like a, a Rockwell style hill to bring the hype to educate the people on what's actually going yep. on. Right. But but as far as American Hill Climb goes, you don't need that. Like the nitro speaks for itself. That's all I'll say. Yeah. 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 The speed and it's just a whole totally different style yeah. doing it. It's and they have nitro out west too, but it's it's different. It's just it's, it's know, totally different. The reason all those they're technical and timing and hitting jump, you know, ledges yeah. when East Coast it's just raw out. Yeah, balls of the walls and big jumps, and the fans really enjoy yeah. that. If I'm getting personal, I personally love <laughs> fourth beer <laughs> pin. Got me. I love Washington, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love Washington <laughs> and I, I love uh, the Montana uh, national. I love the motocross take on hill climbing. I, I think it's super badass. I, I love that part of hill climbing. And that's, you know, if I were to do it, that's where I would gravitate towards. But TV yeah. purposes, I just think the raw speed uh, NHRA style you know, just nitro balls to the walls, yeah. nine second runs mm-hmm. is way easier to manage on a TV program. You get, you just get straight to the point. That's, it yeah. is what it is. And, um, that's my point. My case point is you're at devils. Was it two years ago? And Jay flew, flies to the moon and yeah. sends yeah. that gap and then sends the gap lands wicked and takes it. 120 feet or whatever the frick it was, and then about destroys himself over the top. If you don't, yeah. if the hair don't stand up on the back of your neck when that happens, you're a flipping cyborg. Go re-oil yeah. your joints and go home because it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. And it's not that no, you know, everybody was trying to do that. It's like that's how tough it <laughs> yeah. was to do it. And yeah, and you're, everybody was trying. He connected with it on that day. On that, and you're time. risking yeah. everything. Like everything is on the line. Like that is not an easy. Yeah, you, you people don't do that. You know, it was crazy. Yeah, you no. know. And that was that yeah. was on a live feed. Uh, thanks to TNA Media, mm-hmm. and a lot of that yeah. program didn't work. Like it was a lot of like you'd see the whole shot and it would cut out. And then you'd see him like break the timing lights or something. And thankfully Jay's run was like one of the only ones that actually played all the way through during the live feed. And yep. I know a lot of people know Jay and I are boys right. and whatever. I'm a little biased, but yeah. I actually like cheered out loud <laughs> from my computer. <laughs> yeah. when I was watching that live. Like, Holy crap. That and, was freaking awesome. And I, I that was insane. You know, hats up, you know. And just imagine like Joel, you saw it from the bottom and stuff. Imagine those fans that were at, at the top where the timing lights are, standing on that, that ridge by those trees. Yeah. The show that they got of this bike flying. I held there. my breath when it was going on because we just know the scariness of that hill. I had held my breath. And then when he went over the top, I didn't let it out because I didn't know if he made it. And it's not. Right. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he probably crashed. It's like, if you don't make that, this he might never ride again. I mean, it just, that yeah. that's the. That's the agony of defeat of American Hill Climb is what's at stake. Those guys, yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's not right how the speeds they go in such a short time. No. I, I could never do it. I could, and you I could talk ride to, one of those bikes. It's nuts. You know? No. 
And you talk to like a, like a motocross guy and like, oh, you flew 80 feet. Well, what's the big deal about jumping 80 foot? We do 80 foot doubles and triples all the time. But what you're not rising, you're doing it at 90 to 100 miles an hour on a 600 pound motorcycle going uphill. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. It get, From a dead stop. The, the other thing too, though, is, <laughs> I mean, you take, you know, Josh Hill and someone that's, you know, out of however many hundreds of millions of billions of people there are on the planet. There's like 50 of them that can do what he does. If he's yeah. on that bike, he's mm-hmm. going to do it like seven out of 10 times flawlessly. But yeah. if that's like comparing, you know, my basketball skills and Michael Jordan, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not the same. I mean, it, 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 unfortunately, yeah, I could have made that basket. Yeah. And unfortunately yeah. <laughs> in hill climb, there's just not the, they're super talented people, but nothing like Supercross. I mean, those guys, no, you've but, you've boiled down the cream so far to those guys. It's a whole yeah. other level, you know, how talented they but, are. You give them. No, they're, they're talented on a bike, but I still believe you take, like, especially Devil Staircase time. Super talented guy, but I think if you put him in that situation and the speeds that are going, I still think they would have second thoughts about attempting they may, that. They may, but. That gap. They may, but I, yeah. I, I, and it's not the gap. I think it's the issue. Yeah. I think it's then you land and then the next jump over the top into no man's They land. may, but you'll never. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Jay. You'll Jay, never. Well, Jay we is might so know. talented, I, a hero of mine, but come on. I mean, yeah. Josh Hill and Jay, there, there's no comparison on the, the talent level. Jay and, is unbelievably talented, no. but you're talking about a guy that Josh can do anything on a dirt bike. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. give him the time well, and there's going to be. You got a guy like Josh Hill that's talented. Plus, he he lives on a motorcycle. That's his yeah. job. Yeah. He'll ride it. Yeah, yeah, and awesome. And <laughs> he'll and ride what? it. And that's we love right. watching. And bring your friends. Yeah. It's awesome. But I mean, it just. I know. I wish. I wish riding motorcycles was my job. <laughs> oh wait, it kind of is. You had your chance, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, cowboy, if ride motor. I just don't get paid as much to ride motorcycles oh, yeah, yeah, every day. That is your job. That's right. <laughs> Hey, uh, cowboy of riding motorcycles is my job. I'd have free health insurance because I'd be flipping broke. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, uh, jeez. But I'm with you, Colbs, on the raw entertainment value and what it brings. But American Hill Climb AMA, it's been developing that system for many years and building that crowd. Yeah. 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 And who's to say, you know, each series can't have their own TV situation, whatever. Right. I just think the most exciting version is going to be the, the all-out blitz of a nitro bike going 300, 500 feet right. wide open. Yeah. And I yeah. I still have the rides that I talk about, you know, um, Sean Cardwell's ride many years ago at the Big Sky uh, Championship runoff. It was... Whew, one that I won't forget. And I mean, it was unbelievable run, but I knew what he had to do to do it. Not many people do. I mean, you just, it, it, it doesn't transcribe what, what they mm-hmm. do on some of the bikes, you know, that's where it's, it's hard. Right. If, if you don't know how difficult it is to take an open bike and flip it and treat it like a 125, <laughs> you might not yeah. appreciate that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, cowboy knows what it's like to take a nitro bike and treat it like a 125. Well, it's like, you know, my YouTube channel and even Instagram as of recent with Jake's video that's been going viral here, you get the comments on there. It's like, well, I could have done that without extensions or a pedal tire. And it's like, okay, come do it. Yeah, let's let's see it. Come do it. Let's see it. Let's see it. 
let's see it right. you know and um a lot of people like you said it just doesn't transfer to film right that very well yeah. and even maybe the american hill climb series wouldn't either on tv you know people are still gonna hate on it and be like oh i could do that my grandma could do that in a wheelchair or whatever right. blah, blah blah i've heard it all but uh i've heard it all thing is um, you can do it but can you do it in that amount of time can you do yeah. it in six seconds yeah can you do it in real life yeah not not just in not just in your dreams you know, yeah. the other thing too is like we're not gonna take a 450 and show you something special because that's supercross right like yeah. we watch the best of the best eli tomac jason anderson on a 450 do things that should be possible like on pulp is it stewable like the jumps they do it's ridiculous you know but yeah. when we come to yeah. hill climb Oh, we'll show you something. You ever seen a freaking uh, bandit motor in a freaking hill climb bike go freaking vertical wide open? Well, here it is. You ever seen a nitro bike? I know. Yeah. You know it's like we have that. That's mm-hmm. what we have. We, we can be special here. You know, how can we be this yep. special? You know, and that's what's kind of fun about what we do. And I don't know. Take it or leave it. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm stuck in it. I don't care. Hey. Yeah. It, it, as long as there's not super popular people and super talented people, I can still do it. If this gets too popular, I won't be able to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's got their own opinion on this topic, drop us a line. Maybe we'll get you on the show yeah. and stress your opinions, or we can just talk about it either way. Um, that's what's cool about this show. We're open to opinions and takes on different situations. So, right. Yep. It's an open forum to talk about our sport and grow the yeah. sport and find the flaws right. or the the better sides of it and try and make the sport better as a whole. Or drop big right. news like Sean orchestrated yeah. Austin being a factory Suzuki hill climber. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's big news that's right there. Cool. Holy crap. Yeah. That that is pretty I mean, cool. He's his bike supplied by Suzuki. And then I love how Colby right away he just has to jump in there. <laughs> There's no fanfare, no nothing. Just who's gonna kickstart that bike? I mean, come on, Colby. You know, I mean that. Uh, I just got to give him some. I just some grief. Come remember on. Jay on uh, it was probably the last generation of uh, remote start or uh, electric start for yamaha and he would be on the line kicking and kicking and kicking yep. that fucker yeah because it had such high compression from junior there yeah and it's like god this is brutal to watch i'm sorry i remember jay like <laughs> when it would start it was just like you could just see like the relief on his face like oh, <laughs> yeah. it started like i can ride now you know, it's like yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and it's like you got you got brain sitting right there holding the you know holding his goggles or something right. it's like just let him kick it right yeah why are you doing kick all this thing over right? you're, you're all dead tired before your ride <laughs> yeah. like, oh, i wanted to no. i wanted to ask sean if it was like if he was going to be on bogle's twisted t suzuki because dude's <laughs> ripping hole shots on that some bitch i mean holies. god dang yeah. rm nation going nuts about yeah. that that was crazy yeah i don't know what got into him but yeah, not to take anything away from that situation, it's super cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, yeah. Regardless, I just had to poke a little fun on that. Yeah, and I think R-M-Z. it's cool. Like you know, uh, Austin. You know, like I thought it was cool that he took and 
They had, Matt, I think it's him and Matt's, the big thousand Suzuki. That was all Suzuki's, the latest plastics on it. Austin's 450. Yeah. The best of everything on it. And then even when he had his Bandit Suzuki or whatever, they'd plastic up that. And I like that, the continuity of their team. You know, like yeah. they were pre- trying to present a package yeah. Suzuki, like, hey, we're all Suzuki here. This is a package. Or I don't know. I shouldn't say we yet. It might have just been Austin. I don't know. But I loved like that, how, how they were doing it. Like, that's super professional. Like, my little mm-hmm. program that I have that's insignificant, man, I just, I went from having duct tape numbers when I was a kid or whatever. Like, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to make everything. Should have been electrical tape. Well, I, I yeah, it's, some of it was electrical tape, yep. And uh, and I had the house okay, numbers. All right, yeah, those that works too. <laughs> the screw, the screw in kind, you screwed them into oh, the geez. number plate. <laughs> but you know, we're trying to make it better, and it, it feels so cool. Like now, I got awnings that are professional. I got sponsored some rubber mats by my bud. I'm gonna have like some just killer pits this year, and that just brings up the level. And I'm just some guy that's yep. just there for fun. If I can showcase that, and like that's where American Hill Climb, they encourage, they want you to have team shirts, they want you to have this. Like let's yep. let's let's show everybody that this is they, we're the real deal here. You know, like yep. mm-hmm. want to bring that professionalism up in in the in the yeah, pit it's area. Cool, it's, mm-hmm. it's sick. I'm so proud of it. Like I, I'm just a kid. You know, it's like I just want to. I want to be proud when I'm walking up my pit. I don't want it to look like shit. Like I want it to look awesome. It's so cool. You know, so. Well, yep. and that's like the. Uh... You know the impression the fans get when they're there. Like we we've we've said, you know, they bring in thousands of people. They get to walk through the pits and see everything, and it's you know, that's what they want to see. They want to see that you're taking it seriously, yeah. and yeah, yeah, you know, they want to see the bikes up close, but they want to see it, you know, the whole package. They want it to feel like a, a professional sport and something to look up to and you know the riders are all on top of their their game and right that's a huge part yep. of it regardless of what they see on the actual the race itself um but that's a huge Get part that, that of presentation uh, bringing this sport to the next level i know uh you know we've said it's cool where the sport's been and whatever but it's 2022 and you can't come out rocking jeans and work boots anymore it's just yeah the times have changed no. and if you want this thing to take off you got to take your platform seriously right. so other people yep. take you seriously and want to invest in what we're doing and yeah gear companies want to see that you uh you know you're taking yourself seriously and you're going to promote their company in a in a good light yeah and right now all yep. it's all about all those companies have money you know, like they're mm-hmm. like even Sean just said, you can't even get Alpine Star boots that you want. I mean, that yeah. that means that they've sold all their stock. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually, yeah. usually they're throwing stuff away. You know, it's like these companies have money and they're going to give back. We got to give them the opportunity, but let's get out there and get what we can to try to help us because money runs everything and we need it. Our promoters need it. The riders need it. The hill, the clubs need it. Yep. Like let's try to go out there and let's make this stick, and that you know that's going to come from people giving a shit about it and getting kids and families involved because that's that's where our niche has it. Families. I mean, it's 
and I mean, all bikes do, but it's, it's all about families. It's all about everybody going, everybody having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. And along those lines, you know, while we're talking about that, one of our great sponsors, blackdiamondmx.com will make your bikes look so oh, yeah. sick. If you just give them a chance, I mean, don't go to your yeah. local Kinko's and have some like <laughs> random <laughs> shit made up for your bike. When you're, you got like a $20,000 nitro bike sitting there. Why chintz out on the graphics? Right. Make that thing look as yeah. great as it possibly can look. Yeah. And, you know, make our sport look like we're, we know what we're doing. And it's awesome. It's money yep. well spent. I mean, I, I love it. I, Nick's going to, he's rekitting all my bikes this year. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to have all uniform graphics on every bike. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Nice. I guarantee it's going to look awesome. Hell yeah. I, I, I didn't even ask, but I got some uh, nitro and mud graphics going on there too. So hopefully, hopefully you guys keep me around for uh, the whole season. Otherwise, oh, I'll, I'll just put some black tape over there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nah. We'll keep you on. We, we got to get we gotta get that out and uh, the grow the show. And we got to get more like fans of the sport listening to the show and finding out more and more about these people they're seeing race these bikes on the weekends right. and just getting more involved in the sport. And that that's, what's going to grow us too, is, is growing that fan base. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to start calling out some of these, uh, keyboard warriors that comment on the YouTube videos and stuff to come on the show and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like get your grandma on the show. Let's, let's see if she's actually got what it takes to do this on a mobility chair. Cause talk a big game. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of burner accounts that we might have to have some talks about, Colby. I'm, that's one of my pastimes is just commenting on your posts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's Joel's a troll, huh? <laughs> uh, Should we just call someone out real quick? Let's do it. Let's pull this up. I don't know. While you're doing that, and I'll make a statement to this, as I've had people tell me all the time. But until you sit at the bottom of Freemansburg on a 300 horsepower motorcycle burning nitromethane and just dump the clutch, you can't really comment on what a, a top fuel hill climber is doing. No. Yeah. You don't know what you're getting into. Right. So uh, Mac underscore trucking underscore says, I could make this run without a paddle and a swing arm on Jake's northwest nitro nationals video yeah so let's see it bro let's see it yeah. let's see you do it i know it's possible maybe not that fast it's possible to make oh, it to the top i don't know where you're getting at with this comment but we're not we're not debating at all that you can make it to the top of a hill without a extended swing arm or or a paddle but can you do it in the same amount of time that he did it in right no. Yeah, and we've seen, you know, Logan Sapala beat Josh Hill at Millville on a hill that did kind of cater to a non-extended swing arm. Yeah. And Logan still beat him. That's crazy. Yeah. That, fair and square. Man. <clears throat> no, and I mean, Millville was definitely, I mean, it was part of the motocross track. Yeah. I really wish. The only difference was you didn't have a run up to that big jump. You were starting at the I, bottom. I, I, it was a close match. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Josh gave him a run for his goddamn money right. without extensions, but right. 
it is what it is. He beat a top tier professional right. guy on a well built yeah. motorcycle. The other thing I'd like to have back <laughs> on that is God dang, would I have liked it to be two out of three for Ryan Sipes and Logan at Bay City. Oh yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'll put I'll put ten grand on Logan on the left. I mean, no he Ryan wasn't beating him. I mean, Logan, I, if oh. you watch that video, when he went through that bottom, nobody did it like that on that side that day. And God, I just, I, I wish it would have, I, I, that would have been so fun to see him go back and forth just to see because yeah. he's got. Well, like to your point last week, it's it's not Red Bull straight rhythm. It's not equal. No. And I no. mean, it's never equal in Verticross. And he, and, and he won that advantage in, in the, in the qualifier, obviously. But yep. was he the fastest guy that day in the qualifier? But I don't know if he was in that lane. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's like, I, but whatever. I mean, that, that's the rules of the race, you know? Yeah. The, the top two guys should go head-to-head best out of three, and they have to switch lanes or something, yeah. or four. But now it's just another. That's yeah. You got to get an each equal shot. Right, and that's just the problem with that. That's is what I'd like They go through races. That's another 40 minutes by the time they go up that hill and back down, and it's like nobody wants sure. to deal with that crap. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's what, get so, it, it's so tough. You know, it's just. To I eat. think that's the only fair way to to crown a champion in that situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I've watched Logan my whole life, and when I watched him on that run, like, he had to be like ultra perfect and he was until that one spot and he tried where he caught a little bump at the top yeah. or something well, and kicked his back wheel off the ground normally he would have he would have cut just a little clutch and brought it down but he knew he couldn't and he just didn't get lucky that it just soaked it through and he couldn't come back i mean it was so effing close and i mean nobody was competing mm-hmm. on that side you know maybe a couple of randoms but it was not an even hill you know it's like that's where it's tough it's but man it it was cool. I mean, it was so cool that it was that close, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. All right. Fellas, All right. Well, unless you got more to rant about, we are oh my God. clocking on our longest oh show ever How's here, I possible? think. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, here, before we go, just want to thank Rutted Racing. Uh, go to rudderracing.com. Use discount code nitro20 for 20% off everything on their store gloves now av- uh, lace belt gloves now available Go ahead. gloves now available oh okay. yeah i saw that gloves i got Dude, i gotta get so some. i know i'm so bummed it's, I a, it it's a full kit now <laughs> i know i can't wait it's official i'm a glove guy too look uh, lace belt coat lacebelt.com use discount code nitro for 15% off uh blackdiamondmx.com use nitro mud 15 for 15% off uh, drink hydropower use nitro 15 for 15 percent off everything there um nice. super cool new company keep you hydrated premier hydration js5 extensions team peterson racing and mueller motorsports thanks all of these guys for coming on board for 2022 and we are super appreciative of all your support and next week we got jay salstrom and jake the animal aniston coming on you're not going to want to miss this. And I'm sure you heard us speak. Jason Smith was supposed to be on tonight. He uh, came down with a sickness and wasn't able to join us. So we're going to reschedule him for another date. So keep in, keep tuned for that. Other than that, uh, we'll see you next week. 
See you next week, guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.